welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Also, I have the great honor to announce that Block Talk was nominated for a 2020 Glam Award for Best Podcast. And guess what? You can vote for me to win. Head on over to glamawards.net slash voting and cast your vote for Block Talk as Best Podcast and Elation as Best Digital Series. Voting ends January 1st. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at TheaterTheNow, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Where are my people at? Where are my people at? It's time for another Block Talk Showdown. And this time we're tackling the gospel of Rue. Can I get an amen? And I'm here amen. sitting on a secret of what song will be the top of Block Talk's Ultimate Drag Race Song Showdown. Category is drama. As I'm joined by three super queens with a degree in dragometry. It's Amanda Masker, Scout Sonner, and Vagenesis. Hello! Hello! How's everybody doing? I know I had to. You're doing well. Good, good. Very excited. Doing all right. So excited. Yeah, it, it, this is going to be a fun little um, little countdown game that we're going to play here. Um, Amanda's been on the show before. Scout's been on the show before. Vigenesis, this is your first time. I'm so excited yeah. to pop my cherry. Yeah. Like um, th- this is this is fun because we are now technically split down the middle to New Yorkers to DCers. Oh, work. I almost put my Washington DC hat on instead of this one. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> but and but we're all uh, for those listening, you can't see it, but you'll see it on the um on the Instagram. We all have a RuPaul inspired background for a Zoom. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> also, I just realized that yours was RuPaul's Regenesis. These damn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, nothing says drag. What do you walk a dog down a runway? Uh, remember uh, when Robbie Turner forgot to give herself a challenge and wanted I to a dog? I'll never forget. I'll never I'll forget. forget. See, there, there are so home. many there, there, were, there are so many iconic moments from Drag Race. I'm very much considering doing more of these kinds of showdowns get, so we can talk about these incredible things that have happened on the show. All 5,000 seasons of it from all <laughs> right. different countries all these but hours of drag 50 right? million years of them yeah exactly oh, but God. today we will be ranking the 29 songs from all over the drag race franchise in which the contestants wrote lyrics to the song this will not include music challenges featuring pre-written lyrics we'll do showdowns for those later this will not include season one's cover girl final challenge as there was not a single final video or performance of all three finalists as BB as the winner had her verse solely included in the final music video. Um, we, there was a little bit of a debate and I made the executive decision because lots of things, if you want to come at me, you can come at me. We also did not <laughs> include the Vegas medley in this because it was so short and a weird whole conglomeration of All shit. The, like girls bits are at the end and there's like two lines each. Exactly. It wasn't, it's not the same as the rest of these 
the longest song with the fewest lyrics from the girls. Exactly. <laughs> um, so th- that's those those are the ground rules. That's what we're what we're working off of. Um, how the rankings will work. Unlike the other one where we did we like debated and 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 really got heated on the podcast. Um, for those who haven't listened to the final 64 of the um, ultimate, ultimately Disney song showdown, that was a five-hour podcast of us oh. going through it. Um, for this, my panelists and I individually ranked the songs from 1 to 29. The average score determined final placement. In the event of a tie as host of the podcast, the song I ranked higher would get the higher slot. I make the rules and I enforce them, but don't worry, it didn't make much of an effect. In the name, in the name of RuPaul, this is right. my show, my rules. Exactly. Um, are we ready to start with number twenty-nine? I'm so excited. Oh. All right. So I'm basically, we're gonna round robin it. We're gonna panel it. Um, so each person will get to talk first, and hopefully, I'll get the order correct as we go along. But clocking in at number twenty-nine. From season eight, episode four, it's Dragometry. <laughs> For those who don't remember, the queens had to sing live uh, in an 80s new wave style girl group. Team Dragometry was comprised of Nisha Lopez, Chi Chi Devane, and Derek Barry. The Genesis, why don't you kick us off with Dragometry? <laughs> Dragometry was not in the very last spot for me, but it was very, very close. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, I, to be fair, I think the girls kind of got set up with probably the most um, boring beat of the three groups that that that, mm-hmm. that challenge. Absolutely. And also the three queens who had the least kind of combined charisma. <laughs> they just I mean I, I I admire all of them as individual artists but what looking at that season and the nine girls who were there in that challenge that was a rough group so getting them all to like come up with it and they decided to go with the concept of shapes <laughs> well, I just wouldn't be my choice and they didn't give themselves a lot to work with they tried their hardest for very little payoff <laughs> yeah so. Derek did cover her, Derek did cover her forehead though um <laughs> Um, yeah, change. rectangle girls of the world, and they're all wearing not rectangles. <laughs> yeah, that was the great. Um, just yeah. go back to shapes. Yeah, and then if it, for those who don't remember, this is the moment where um, there was a little bit of uh, bullying in a way of Bob uh, Thorgy and uh, uh, Bet Acid Betty, like <laughs> getting those girls to pick the other. Uh, group because Chi Chi wanted the other one like oh well your person doesn't want it so this is ours and they really got fucked over um and we also said see you later to Elimination Lopez once again <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. Elimination listen oh, she got no. she got twice yeah that was, um, I, I remember that being the most dramatic thing when she came back it's like who it was, so she stupid. was it Willem no it was Nisha no, it was dumb <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. For well, well, because this episode featured a couple um, uh, songs. For those who don't remember, the winner of this challenge was Robbie Turner, and the bottom two were Chichi Devane and oh, Nasha yeah. Lopez, with Nasha being eliminated. Um, yeah, this one was just not good. It was bad. Didn't she lie and say it was her birthday to Debbie Harry? Who? Probably. Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner. Yeah, no, it wasn't Ro- really her birthday. Oh, really? well, I mean, it's not exactly like lying is a surprise. 
mean, Robbie the Uber driver. Yeah. Does anyone else have anything to say in honor our last place pick? Man, they. Gigi had a good point with like leaning into the shapes. The half step into it was just rough. They were they were poorly constructed, so bad. Mess. Yeah. All right. Number 28 from All Stars 5, episode 2. It's I'm in love. Um, for this, the Queens had to write, choreograph, and perform an original pop number to I'm in love. The members of Team India were India Farah, Alexis Mateo, and Jujubee. The members of Team Blair were Blair St. Clair, Mayhem Miller, and Ms. Cracker. The members of Team Shea were Shea Kule, Mar- Mariah Paris Balenciaga, and Angina. Amanda kicks off. Okay, this was really cute. I, I think I ranked it a little higher. Um, it was cute. I think what kind of bothered me and why it wouldn't maybe be higher on the list it's just some of them weren't, um, you know, creative enough and cheeky enough. Like, I think this is what, you know, the criticism for Angina was like, you know, uh, her um, celebrity was like Henry Cavill. And like some of them, like, I don't know. I think a lot of these singing challenges, like if you're clever and witty with the lyrics, like you get bonus points, like, cause it's memorable. Mm-hmm. And some of mm-hmm. these people were just like, oh, like, you know, meh. Like, I remember, you know, Alexis Mateo saying Daddy Yankee because I'm like, no, 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 oh, no, no, Daddy Janky. Oh, well. Janky. <laughs> oh, that, Janky, yes. Daddy Yankee. And I mean, like, to me, I'm like, oh, T, like, that's what's up. But then other, the other ones, I'm like, oh, like, okay. You looked cute. You know, it was a cute performance. And then lyrically, like, there really wasn't much there. So, yeah, not it so was- memorable. I think it was a really interesting song. It was a cute song. Um, some of their choices were just so incoherent as a whole song. Some went super campy with like Hannibal Lecter. And then others went like, yeah, like- Chadwick Boseman and Shea Kool-Aid Slayed Again. So it was a really right. weird challenge. Really, those were my two favorites, actually, were the Hannibal Lecter and Chadwick Bo- yeah. Boseman. They were my two favorites of the entire song. <laughs> It was very much just kind of like that feels like one of those challenges where after they gave it to you and you listen to the beat, the queens look around the room and they go, just no other ideas, huh? Just nothing <laughs> else, huh? This is what we exactly. gotta do. Exactly. Huh? Like you kind of like it's very slim pickings, like, okay, what do I do? What do I say? Like what who do I pick? Like, I don't know. It's uh now uh, like looking at the numbers where everyone ranked it, this did rank number 28 because three of you had it as a in 26 24 25 i had it 15 and that and it, because other things were leaning higher it dropped it down so low um <laughs> what no one can see as they listen to this is all three of us reacting with giant eyes to you saying you ranked that 15 yeah, I, know. <laughs> I enjoyed it um but it could definitely be like a recency bias for me um but i i think it was cute there, there were there were certainly some good moments um who else did i love i i i, I think cracker picking St- sylvester stallone was stupid but it was campy and and the same oh, and with, that's on well, brand. Yeah, she wrote good yeah. lyrics for it yeah right like, um like sylvester stallone's a stupid like choice but she wrote funny lyrics with, like exactly and like this exactly. was a, probably one of the better moments for mayhem miller on the season uh with her uh mr rogers and calling her sister yeah Hobbits. exactly um, but yeah, I think it was it was it was just fine. 
Um, but again, like you, you have some of these people picking good options, just not writing good lyrics. Like India should have slayed with Justin Timberlake, but made no reference to any Justin Timberlake references. And that's why she was at the bottom. But yeah, challenge wise, bad. Song wise, not too bad. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm wrong here, but it's yeah, number 28. The song itself was just so it was it was like an ice cream truck. Oh, it was not like the same yeah. little lyric l- limerick and over and over. That's why it was memorable to me. Like that's why I still remember it, and that's why I can still consider it. Is because it does remind me of ice cream trucks. How about that? Now, but to wrap, I'm in love. Off. Who would you each pick if you had to do this challenge? Nathan Lane. Did you say Nathan Lane? Yeah. Mostly just because it's funny. I don't know. It's uh, funny things to write about him. All right. Nathan Lane. People understand. So I've, I actually started writing lyrics to a rap for this. Um, I never finished it, but um, it ended up being the Pink Panther. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Cute. Amanda, who would you pick? Um, I'd probably pick, like, I don't know, like Freddy Krueger, Jason, like something like so awful. Nice. Nice. <laughs> So, I'm like, really? Is that what you want? Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to number 27. Number 27, um, I'm just going to call it untitled because there was no official name on the Wikipedia, and I bless the Wikipedia, um, though I would probably call it I Will Survive. Um, this is from Drag Race Thailand Season 2, Episode 11. Uh, this is where all, the final five had to write a verse to a version of I Will Survive and do a fun little music video for it. Scout, kick us off. Um, so I only listened to this twice and it's like obviously the one I'm the least familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's like very like baseline. Like it's hard in the sense of just kind of like interpreting it across cultures, but also just very baseline. Like this is uh, just like, you know, staple song with some flair and whatnot. Um, I think it was cute. I felt bad because I didn't really feel like I was giving it like proper like judgment when I was comparing it to other things. So it was more like comparing how I felt about things I was more familiar with and treating this as more of like a very generic song. I don't think it was particularly bad. I don't think it was like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, ooh, why haven't I heard this before? That's fair. Um, but Genesis, you were the highest on this. Yes. I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely so so A, I think it was a really good remix of I Will Survive. Like like just the, the without the without the girls' lyrics in it at all, just like the song itself, I thought it was a wonderful remix to I Will Survive. The production quality was far past anything that US drag races had to offer. Like yes. the, it was like a, it was a music video. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then like okay, so like I mean the if, if the one kind of like downside on it was just that I feel like the girls didn't necessarily have a lot of musicality. I feel like the 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 music production of the song could have been a little bit better to like line them up with the beat some, give them a little bit of auto-tune, like help them out a little bit there with their singing that I think, you know, um, used to be Lucian Piani now is Todrick Hall, you know, really gives to, listen, I, it's the truth, <laughs> gives, to, gives to the girls here in the, in the U.S. and they didn't get the same kind of thing there. But I still really enjoyed 
all the flair and production that went into it. I love me a good, like all the girls performed the hell out of it, no matter how bad they sang it. Um, and that did it for me. I was just like, <laughs> I, was, I was having a good time. If that played in the club, I'd be like, <laughs> you know, I got there, dance to this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it was a, like the production quality of this video was phenomenal. Um, it was really interesting to see who wrote in uh, English and who wrote mm-hmm. in Thai. Um, because I feel like the ones who did write in English were very much using catchphrases as opposed to like writing lyrics. Yep. Because um, I mean, but we have like scream, like, shout, meow for me. The American girls do the same thing. We'll get to some of those. Um, but no, I, I, I think this was really cool. I, I definitely ranked it as my bottom simply because I didn't watch the show in real time. It didn't have any... Um, bearing to me or it wasn't iconic enough and I feel like if the show or World of Wonder really loved it they would have pushed it out on us and been like watch this then come back and watch the full season they didn't really do that and that I think has been the biggest problem with Drag Drag Race Thailand is World of Wonder kind of just made it happen and then said bye well it's canceled right like it's not Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, I mean, feel like if it, if they rolled it out when they rolled out Canada and UK and uh, yeah. Holland, it's a different conversation. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I also agree with because, you. Yeah. That's also, yeah, it's also weird because I know that whatever, like, but you can't even watch season one of it on Wild Presents Plus because like nope. the rights are so like, oh. they have like such a weird arrangement with the rights with the production company in Thailand. But I think World of Wonder was just kind of like. I think this is more than we wanted to really invest in this. So, uh, mm. peace. <laughs> yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Oh, it is. Um, I truly hope that the Drag Race franchise uh, expands beyond North America and Europe. Very quick. Espana! Espana coming 2021. Yeah, yeah, that's Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I know, oh, I know. Well, I mean, hey, hey, listen. Um, hell on Heels, it's a thing. Our Art Simone doing her thing. I'm telling you, Art Simone's doing Drag Race Australia. Oh, I can't wait for Drag Race Australia. Oh, I'm telling. She has to host it. They have rolled that bitch out for every event. Presents Plus show. She is hosting that. uh, Hosting that show. She has to be hosting Drag Race Australia. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to number 26. It is from All Stars 4 episode two. It is everybody say love. Um, the queens had to audition for RuPaul's new supergirl group, Hanny. As winners of the previous week, Trinity the Tuck and Monique Hart became team captains. Monique's team was Monet Exchange, Naomi Smalls, Pheromone, and herself. I will start it off and I will say justice for Hanny. Uh, put her on a fucking all star season. Um, but this was just met RB music. I did not like this. Yeah. It's um, very. I mean, the, the thing about this song was you have Naomi, Monique, and Monet kind of in their element. They're able to do it. And then Pheromone's there. No. You literally have three of the top no. four in Pheromone. Pharaoh was, she couldn't keep up. She couldn't even do the choreography. I don't even know what she said. Listen, the Genesis can attest to this. If I was on that stage, I would probably look exactly like Pheromone. So... <laughs> Yeah, this I was so just. I feel bad for her, but I love you so much. <laughs> I think the positives uh, of this we learned trouble. that. Yeah, we, we learned that Monet is a star and a very good rapper. Uh, we learned that Monet Omi is hung like a baseball bat, and that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, 
This is a very I important like, lesson. I, song. Yeah. One of my favorite things in these songs, and it seems to happen in All Stars more, but it's like queens sit down and they're like, how can I make a joke about the fact that I have a dick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every like, time. How can I write it in? Hmm. Every time. There's always someone. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, it, the- it's... Go ahead. No, so, so, so when lately as these songs have been coming out, I've been just like practicing like what I would write if 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 this was a challenge that I was handed. Should I be on a show like this one day? Um, and uh, the 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 two, <laughs> the two times I've done it, I've ended up putting in some kind of like my tuck joke, and it's just like there it's just go. like a real low hanging, well, no pun intended, low hanging fruit. <laughs> kind of <moment. laughs> yeah, th- this song just. I feel like All Stars Four for me just didn't resonate because um, I ranked this pretty, pretty low. Um, mm-hmm. But I like I, it, I don't rem- I can't recall the music off the top of my head. There are other songs in this list that I'm like I know it immediately. This one I just don't remember. Yeah, same here. I, think, I was like, what? Where I is think this a lot from? of it, I, I think a lot of my like ideas with it too, just so that like I feel like even before I heard. Basically, Matthews talk about just like the chaos of like her being there. Was she there for All Stars or like did she get cut? Whatever. Like she did not seem to be happy that she was there. <laughs> like no. in the challenge, she was just kind of like she was doing it, but she was. She was a like, prop, and I felt bad for her because I feel like she was like I should be competing, and yet I'm having these clowns dance around me. Yeah, yeah that actually didn't make any sense, really, if you think about it. Like, why? It, w- it would be one thing if she had already been on All Stars. Right. But the fact that you have yet to give her this platform again in this like new era of drag. And it's unfortunate because I really do think her time is running short um, just because she's not performing as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. and, I, and I feel like the show is evolving in a way where she wouldn't be appreciated, kind of the same way that I, Angina was not appreciated because she's evolved not as fast as the show has so right. it, yeah. but at the end of the day this is this really was the henny challenge and we only really care about henny it's just like it's um, important they, they keep throwing these songwriting challenges so early in the season that like mm-hmm. the songwriting the songwriting mm-hmm. producers clearly aren't giving as much effort to that as they are to like the later i mean that could be said for a lot of challenges these days but like, they're <laughs> clearly not giving any effort to production of the songs and it gives the girls very little to work with as far as creativity and really being able to show off their real talent yeah. um the, I, I another... like the same thing happened for all stars three like the, those two songs we have to we'll get to that in a second but <laughs> messy it's unfortunate but it's a yeah. it's another thing when it's like you're at the finish line writing these like lyrics about your time on the season and you've got like things to draw from but when you first get there and it's like day four, you're still unpacking and they're like, hey, go write a love song about, you know, whatever, or go write this like, and you look at the lyrics and you're like, you didn't even put work into this song. Why should I? Mm. Yeah, that's right. What do you draw so from? Early in the yeah. season, you're like, where, yeah. like, you're still figuring out who's around you and like, what's going on? How are you supposed to like also focus on like coming up with witty, like, and nine people in a song is different than four people in a song. We'll talk about the winner of the challenge later on, but for those who need a reminder, the bottom two were Monique Hart and Pheromone, with Pheromone being eliminated by oh. someone who doesn't love her. <laughs> you really don't love me. All right, let's move on to number 25. We're going to basically the OG of this kind of challenge 
It's from season four, so much better than you. Oh, God. Uh, the queens were put Oof. in pairs with the least in common with one another and had to perform and sing live. Those pairs were Willem and Latrice, Fifi and Sharon, and Dita and, and Chad. The Genesis kick us off. I'm a little bit disappointed that it ranked so low. I don't know. I like. I, I have like a weird love hate relationship for the early songwriting mm-hmm. challenges because, like, it was. I don't know. I forgive them a little bit more the campiness and the kind of low quality of the early ones because they were just figuring it out at that point, and it was very much like dialing into the camp that is classic drag. Sure. So, like that episode, I just like. I don't know. It was so much fun, with the exception of Willem and uh, not Willem, um, Sharon and Fifi. I think the other two Sharon teams had like a really. Great and like had fun with their lyrics and all they had to do was walk from the back of the stage to the front of the stage and get as many words in as they could (laughs) i just it was and i mean i love like the classic like willem both wins can i talk can i say this sure go ahead i mean give give over the reminder the fact that willem wins the challenge but also gets sent home in the same episode like (laughs) because that that was this one right (laughs) it sure was Mm -hmm. it is so good and like because, the falls that like when Latrice threw the thing out and Willem just like slammed on the stage Dita Ritz does that whole like booty pop out of nowhere like the, for me that song was is just like classic campy fun drag that like I don't think we anymore yeah I think my pro like why it kind of came in lower for me was that like the whole challenge in and of itself felt very much like they were weak and milk the Sharon Fifi thing and then like mm. thousand percent Chad and like they were like and then we're gonna match everyone up with the their least compatible person and I'm like with Willem and Latrice I'm like Willem and Latrice left the show smoking Jays together the fuck you mean like the least in common like, it, it was very, it just to me felt like they were trying to push it specifically because of Sharon and Fifi yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's and it was fair. just like I felt. I felt like the rest of them kind of were recognized that. I mean, Sharon and Fifi were in the bottom of that episode. Um, yep. But I think it just to me it felt like it was kind of like it wasn't about six queens writing lyrics. It was just like about and we this. and for those who need a reminder, so, Sharon and Fifi were dressed as the angel and devil. Yeah. <laughs> like this was a big massive setup. I still think they eliminated Willem on this episode. Because they knew they could not get rid of the other two. Yeah. 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 Like they had it in their back pocket. They knew for a little bit that that Willem was going to be eliminated. They just needed the moment to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they probably. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said, yeah. And then they set that one up, but, you know, it's still. (laughs) I just. I feel like in a world where you where you have um, it's raining men as the lip sync song and Fifi and Sharon are going to be in the bottom, <laughs> you have you have a little bit of a prediction on who's going to go home that night, and I just don't think they expected both of them to turn it the way that they did, and that was the perfect opportunity to then play that card that you're talking about, yeah. Michael. Yeah. Well, as a whole, the song itself, I would prefer not to listen to it ever again. But... <laughs> It yeah. was a fun challenge, and it really set the bar I miss, for. I miss the old Drag Race. It, yeah, this was this is iconic Drag Race. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move in to number twenty-four. It is from season twelve, episode two. You don't know me. Uh, the queens had to write and perform an original Fosse-inspired jazz number two, You Don't Know Me, 
for the second time in drag race history, there was a top two in a regular season who had to lip sync for their legacy. This second episode features Aiden Zane, Dahlia Sin, Jada Essence Hall, Jan, Rockham Sakura, and uh-huh. <laughs> Amanda, start us That's off. Number six. Um, I mean, I think we mentioned this before. I think I get a little thrown off with these challenges, these musical challenges starting right off the gate because again, I know that the cast was split in half and it made things easier, but I feel like you know, again, sometimes like some of the other songs that I know ranked higher, if you think about their lyrics, it's like they draw based on experiences also from the season. And it's really funny to watch back as an audience member and be like, ha ha ha, like you did that. I remember that cute. You know, and you know, you character. kind of poke fun at yourself. And it's like these things for me, it's like, okay, like, you know, one artist is talking about how they want to do it all. And the other artist is, you know, like, I, I mean, like, I guess if you don't know the Queens, it's a good introduction to them. But I just like, it was a lot for me personally. Well, that's like, the thing. It's a good introduction if they write their lyrics well. If they do it. But like, yeah, again, they, how, what are you grasping at? What if you're like, you know, you yeah. have to kind of see and, and I think with time in the competition, you can write something better, you know, like, right. it's like I if mean, you ask me now to write a lyric, I'd be like, huh? But if you like, you know, if, if we had a couple more weeks or whatever, like it, it's kind of like you, you can work and build towards something better. Right. I mean, and and, the, and there will be a time later on in the uh, discussion that we'll talk about someone who knows they use catchphrases. They don't know if they're going to make the show, but they put them in a song and they're going to be in the show and it's going to be their catchphrase for the rest of their life. Exactly. Um, because and this one was just not it. Like you had Dahlia Sin not knowing what city she's from because she's not from Las Vegas. Marsha, 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 move over. It's Jan. Um, and then yeah. Rockham <laughs> talking about farting. It was so not cohesive. I this song, like, so one, I just like think it's just like there's so many people that could write a like basic Broadway tune for you. Like you couldn't just get something a little more exciting or a little more like and like this was there was nothing to that song but my biggest thing about this song is like one why the why the fuck was robin the guest judge on a fossey inspired broadway number <laughs> and two if i was in that second group and i walked into the full like all 12 like however many girls are there now and the first group told me that they wrote raps for Nicki Minaj and oh, I yeah. wrote a Broadway song for Robin, I <laughs> would lose my damn mind. They would have a full episode of just me being like, so you wrote raps for Ricky for Nicki Minaj and I got, I got, I got, okay, yeah, sure, okay. Like I would just be bitter until they eliminated me. That's yeah, like, give me like We love Fosse, we love Fosse, we love Cell Block Tango. Oh. Like the, the, the the thought Robin? was, I know, well, Robin got fucked. I mean, Robin should have been a, like a premiere judge and whatever. <laughs> but, was yeah, write a synth pop song. <laughs> exactly. But actually, you, you said it exactly. I couldn't have said it better, Brady. That was, or, sorry, Scalp. Don't use a government it was, name. <laughs> but, infuriating when I watched that. I was just like, <laughs> the last girl's got Nicki Minaj. Oh my God. I would be furious. Um, what I will say, <laughs> she who shall not be named <laughs> did very well in the challenge. The lyrics were very, very good, possibly the best of the challenge. <laughs> Can't deny talent. You, you, you can nice. talk about the stupidity that she pulled in life. But I really do wonder 
if that's another reason why we're ranking it the way we ranked it because we just want to forget about it. It's a boring song. Not necessarily. No, I don't think so. Okay. Just posing it, posing it. it just, yeah. like, putting it up next to the other song that came from, like the, I mean, the 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 the, the rap mm-hmm. song. I'm that. I'm that bitch. Like, is significantly better. I'm, oh, absolutely. It's not fair. <laughs> you know? No, it's not. <laughs> no. If you're if you're gonna do like, it would be different if it was like a Fosse number and then like I don't know, you brought in Jason Rob Brown to write like... something for the other group. Like that would be, <laughs> that would be a whole different comparison. Right. But if you have something that's popular and, and fun and like you can actually like latch onto it versus something that like you might listen to if you're trying to like teach a class on how to do a soft shoe. Like it's just it's it's a whole different it's two different worlds. It was very niche, yeah. And and, and you and you had an entire episode of like Dahlia Sin questioning who the hell is Bob Fosse and you're like, Well, this is how a lot of the fan base is gonna think as well. Yes, it's a teaching moment to understand who Bob Fosse is and this style of music but not good for this challenge mm-hmm. no they could have done um, like the john like the john waters season seven where like the whole thing was about a different like various styles of posse right but, um yeah. for those who need a reminder the winner of this challenge was jada essence hall and the bottom two yeah, who didn't have to lip sync was dahlia sin and rock'em sakura all right we are going to move on to number 23 which is coming from said season seven from episode four it is tan with you um this was parodying dance with you the team was comprised of katya miss fame pearl and trixie mattel oh boy scouty start us off no. oh my lord this challenge i will i will say it right now there were 28 songs on this list of my rank 29 songs on this ranked list of mine and all three of the songs from this episode are the last three Oh my god. Oh wow, okay. I <laughs> all I remember like so season 7 was the first season that I watched from like premiere to finale like live episode by episode. Um I remember just being uncomfortable in that episode because I was just like it felt like none of the queens felt confident in anything they were doing. Like they were it was literally like like so intimidating it's like such an intimidating concept to be like you have to take the host of this like songs by the host of this show and then like write funny parodies about them while also like while making the exact same person who wrote the songs laugh without insulting them but like towing the line of being campy it was just like every single girl in the room just felt like the whole episode they were just kind of like towing a line of like oh can we do that and then then the one line that pushed it like that drag you line, RuPaul damn near cried in the workroom. <laughs> and I was just like, so these songs just to me, like, even when I listen to them, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable right now. I don't <laughs> like this at all. It's just like, they don't do anything. I think that they were like this weird, like filler. They were like, yeah, I'll just like make them write parodies. Willem and Detox did it. It was funny when they did it on YouTube, we can do it on the show, right? So it just felt very just kind of like forced and uncomfortable to me, which is why I don't like any of these songs. Yeah, this this was bad. (laughs) Amanda, go ahead. They they had the reaction, I think, that like I think most people would have, like walking into that situation. Like I think I again, just myself personally, if I were in that scenario and it's like oh my god go ahead and write like parody lyrics to this like all of a sudden on the spot you're like oh fuck like what am I gonna do and they definitely they never got out of that mental stage 
Like it was a lot of it was forced. I will say though, this one particularly for me was a hoot. Like I know I definitely ranked it a little higher just because it was just stupid and I loved it. Like just stupid. Um, and then, you know, going along with the, you know, the music video that they created for it again, it was just, maybe it was just mainly Katya, like really hit the nail on the head for me. Like it was just, just, ah, so good. Yeah. But, I mean, th- this, I th- this look in that video, right. It was kind of the Katya's debut like, of Trish. This was Trish's yeah. debut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but, I didn't even connect that. Those dots. Like this was also Trixie singing for us for the first time. And Trixie was Correct. terrible. Like that was too low girl. Um, yeah. And I think the only line that I'm going to remember is going to roast and toast and tan for you. Oh. <laughs> and that's Trixie and Katya. Look what happened with the two of them. So, yeah. in, a, in a way, it gave us something uh, for the future, but it wasn't for yeah. the show. I think, like, the most iconic part of this episode is Trixie going home. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those who need a reminder... Um, this was Kennedy Davenport as the winner. The bottom two were Pearl and Trixie Mattel. Trixie going home, and I believe this is the uh, Pearl Smash. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's um, it's Dreaming by Blondie. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never, I'll never understand. <laughs> yeah. I also did the best with what she had. When I when I think of Trixie's like drag race, like first drag race, like where her paint was when she was on Drag Race the first time, that. Paint is the one that, like, in her like mint green like mm-hmm. ensemble. That that's the one I think of because it's the one that's just like they give they give her so many so many tight close up shots on that mug, and it like mm-hmm. looks like she was just like panicked while she was painting. Yeah, <laughs> she was just like fuck 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 fuck. Yeah, the, the tan with you not 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 so fun, but this what, it, it what? definitely was iconic for the bad reasons. Uh, watching it again, I didn't hate it as much as I, I think, convinced myself that I hated it when I watched it the first time. Yeah. I, it was like, there was, there was actually, I think, a lot of, like, good ideas in there, none yeah. of which actually, like, ended up playing as well as it could have, but, like, right. like what you said about it, Trixie's voice was definitely too low. Fame, I think, really was the downfall of that song. The, just like she didn't have the performance camp that the that the other three yeah. had, and, and she was trying too hard to be like a good singer. Um, it just it just ended up looking like a bunch of white girls mm-hmm. trying. To, um, so the drag race. It's a drag race. It's a drag race. Drag race. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready to move um, to the next one? Let's do it. I'm ready. Number twenty two from All Stars Four. It's don't funk it up. How did this make it so fight? <laughs> the queens had to audition again for RuPaul's new supergroup, Henny. Uh, Trinity's group was comprised of Valentina, Latrice Royale, Manila Luzon, Gia Gunn, and herself. Um, so I'll kick it off. Everyone wore pink and purple, except for Valentina, who said, I'm Selena and this is my show. Um, and guess what? <laughs> she won the episode. She was the winner of the challenge. And you're like, what? Why? How? Huh? Um, because she needed a redemption. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Grande, lyrically it was an Ariana Grande lip sync song <laughs> right um, lyrically again <laughs> meh but this was also um, the, of the two songs the, the one that I remembered more like I can re- hear the, 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 the hook a little more than the other one I can hear Valentina saying Nikochiku mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she, she turned herself into her own telenovela she was not in the group she did I will say it's kind of like 
annoying as they edited her through that whole situation. That is like, that's how you have to do Drag Race. You have to go in and live your Hopefully. own fantasy and be like, I am winning and I am at the top because yeah, the only other thing you're going to hear is RuPaul sending home. Yeah, this was this was not the best. We did learn that Gia is the T in the LGB. <laughs> like a BLT for dinner. Um, but no, I think Latrice definitely redeemed herself from uh, uh, her season four lyric writing. She was definitely a, she was definitely a good rapper. Um, but uh, yeah, this again, All Stars Four did not turn it out for me. Yeah, no. It was no. a, a rough I mean, one. I think overall, All Stars Four entertaining cast, like good group of good group of gals, and mm-hmm. just the show itself. Just they didn't really give those girls much to work with. It yeah. was unfortunate. Like season three, I feel like had the challenges that season four deserved. Mm-hmm. It was just like the, if, if if I wanted to see like when I think of All Stars, I'm like, who do I want to see who has really grown since their time on the show? And I think season four had more of those queens that I was like, oh, I want to see what, they, what they're bringing. I want to see what they're doing. And they got this. Yeah. And, that, and it doesn't get to really show that off. Not at so, all. Yeah. Here we are. Right. Number 21. <laughs> Number 21. We're back at season seven. It is I Get Paid. Um, this parodies Let the Music Play. The team was made up of Ginger Minge, Candy Ho, Kennedy Davenport, and Mrs. Kasha Davis. Genesis kick us off. Um, yeah, I I didn't mind it. Like going back and watching it again, I was like, okay, they actually do really well. It was the first time we got to see Kennedy really be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and and Kennedy because re- Kennedy won, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. She, I mean, she really just it was it was cool to see that they they went ahead with that risk with drag you and it played off really well. Yeah. Like despite the fact that Rue almost had a breakdown in the workroom, right, Rue was so Rue sad. Laughed, they laughed. Tra- Track in there during that part, so I don't know. It pay, it paid off well. The the downside again, it's this, and it's stupid. We shouldn't really care because how well of a singer you are doesn't really matter on the show. It's just how well you can play it off. But Candy Ho's deep voice kind of <laughs> cuts, <laughs> cuts right through everything. <laughs> all, the other three are all singers, and then Candy Ho's drag you. Da, da, da. It was just like yeah, <laughs> Candy was so thing, lost. Candy was a yeah, mess. Was poking through like her beard. She tried. Yeah. It, but it was it was cute. It was fun. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think this challenge as a whole was just really bad. But of the three of them, still not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, same. Yeah. Any with anything else on I get paid? Prop. So many yeah, props. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to number 20. We're going back a season. It is season six. Oh, no, she better don't. The queens oh, had to dress in their best 90s rapper realness, oh, right? And perform RuPaul's. Oh, no, she better don't. Uh, so just backstory on this one. Darian Lake won the mini challenge. So her team, uh, the pantyhose made up of Laganja, Stranja, Bianca Del Rio, Adore Delano, Courtney acted herself. The other team was the Rutane clan comprised of Bendela Cram, Milk, Jocelyn Fox, and Trinity K. Bonet. Amanda, let's talk about this one. Okay. This this was wrong. This whole challenge was wrong. I I really <laughs> I know I definitely scored it very low on this list. I I I hate it. I hated it then. I hate it now. It was <laughs> rough. It was inappropriate. 
romper room buffoonery like no 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 I mean I can dare I say cultural appropriation almost like I mean I, I can't I I, I I couldn't like lyrically they all were like well what the fuck am I supposed to do and I was like yeah what the fuck are you supposed to do none yeah, of your none of you were supposed to write like no like this is not like <laughs> the challenge this is not the challenge to me, it was like all like the producers or like whoever came up with this challenge were like, "This is a fantastic idea," but fully forgot that they just like cast like pasty white girls. Oof. And, like, Oof. Like, they just like forgot who oh. was going to be writing lyrics oh. for it. They and then the some, visual, but I to this day, to this day, stemming from this challenge, this song, whenever I start like like messing up my words or like mumbling words i immediately go into darian lakes uh it should have been paired to go stomp it down to 30 street down every street. time i like Walk if i mumble like, all the time uh, well, stern to stern the sturdy street like i go to that <laughs> every time i start like it's mumbling so or like losing my losing my mind darian lake god bless her yeah her well it's really interesting she, her team is comprised like, i don't know what the fuck i'm doing it, her team is the top four and laganja right um yeah this and was just it was it was bad. Like you had the campy queens doing their best to do camp for this, Bianca but they knew they were out of their sure. element. Um, but then you have milk trying to be serious, and you're like, no, 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 no. But the winner of this challenge was Adore Delano. Uh, the bottom yeah. two were yeah, Trinity K. Bonet and Milk with Milk going home, rightly so. And it's it's like that right there. Uh, Amanda bringing up the the, the cultural appropriation. There was, you could tell the episode was written to be able to make Trinity look bad. Mm-hmm. It was, there was, there was this expectation that Trinity was going yeah. to do well because she was the one black queen left in the show at this point. Right. And they put all this pressure on her to be able to do this thing, which like clearly was not really her element. And it's, it's just the whole, like the, 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 the mess of this challenge. Who were the, um, the guest, uh, the guest director was it Salt and Pepper? The two, the two who were like, who were like watching it. Even Trina. Trina, thank you. It's even, it's even Trina. Salt and Pepper came back for a different thing. I forget what it was, but uh, even Trina are sitting here watching this. Like, what in the hell? They were just as confused as the girls were. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were like, yeah, they were so uncomfortable laughing. Like, it was just. I feel like, I feel like a challenge like this. If you had to have, if you had to do it, and you did it, and you dared to do it, you need to give the girls history because I bet mm-hmm. you. 95% of those queens have never, ever, 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 ever listened to this genre. Yep. Ever. So how can you, how? How, how, well, how? If anything, I'll tell you, I mean, if, if you see RuPaul in this challenge, and not that I should, you know, Ooh. whatever, I'm going to do it. <laughs> the, the way Ru was dressed and, and performing during this challenge oh, yeah. was, was just as... Uh, I'll say not fully in the genre as the concept itself. Right. Yeah. It was just a joke. It was yeah. a big yeah. joke, and I yeah. wasn't laughing. Like I was yeah. not cute. And and this is the the I would consider the golden age of Drag Race. Still, we're still on logo where the yeah. viewership is a little lower, so they can get away with things. Mm-hmm. You could not do this on VH1, mm-hmm. especially nope. with the shows VH1 has. You it would not work. 
Can you imagine being followed by like Bad Girls Club after that? Right. Oh right. Or like, like fucking like Blacking Crew. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So it's just it's 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 sad because you have some legends in this challenge. And I really do wonder if this was like the reason why Trinity has not come back. No. Um, Because they really made her look bad. So this brings up an interesting question, though. How did we rank it so high? (laughs) Because everything Um, I had to say about it was... We had a 28, a 19, a 23, and a 10. Who was was under 10? No. Gowdy. Was I the 10? Yeah, you're the 10. It is um, iconic. Yeah, it I is had, remembered. I had it towards the end. Like I, I yeah. would have been my last it, one if I knew the Drag Race Thailand song more. To be honest ooh. with you, if anything, if any, I like, if anything, it wound up so high specifically because I probably kept laughing at the Darian like. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the memor- it's, I'm not gonna lie. There was, a, there was probably a little more emotion that went into that decision than. Uh, well, now that we know the backstory, for sure, yeah. it's so influential. Yeah, I, I just. I'll just quote that one line from Darian Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's move on to number 19. We are back at season seven, wrapping this one up. It's get ready to clock. Uh, We are going to parody Sissy That Walk. Uh, The team was Jaden Dior Fierce as Bianca, Max Mm -hmm. as Courtney, and Violet as Adore. Scout, start us off. Oh, 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 that's like what all I picture is like Max's like robotic like I I I <laughs> like sounds like the seagulls from Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, this song. Okay, I love like love Sissy That Walk. Like definitely top three RuPaul songs for me. Um, I don't know that Get Ready to Clock is how I would have yeah. adjusted the words to like make a play on it. However, I do think that of the three songs. It's fun that they found an idea that was like very relatable to the audience. They were like, they they were like, there's three of us. The like season six was literally entirely centered around Sissy That Walk. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it makes sense to be like, well, we'll hit, like, we'll just pick this, these top three that are everybody loves, right? Like nobody hates any of the three of them. Nobody has any big issues with the three of them. And so it was like a fun way to, do this parody thing while also kind of being relatable for the viewers, kind of make RuPaul laugh. Um, again, I don't know that Get Ready to Clock is the <laughs> like parody lyric I would have come up with, but. Because they can't use the word cock. That's why. Because that's the obvious parody there. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> that still didn't make enough sense for me, though. Like, I don't know. They yeah, could have. could have worked a little harder. But yeah. I think what the fact that they did tap into season six as their go-to focal point was why I enjoyed this one the most. Yeah. Because yeah, as smart. a trio, this trio should not have worked ever. Like, no. never, 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 yeah. never, never. God, no. Yeah. But they were so good the in kids left over in gym class. Exactly. But they <laughs> like... they were able to tap into parody so well. And sure, they were in impersonations of the other three, but they were still recognizable enough. Like I thought like, this was Jaden's best moment. Yeah, this was Jaden's best moment on the show. It was definitely Violet's best performance oh. moment. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, but that's exactly it. It is saying a it's lot. True. 
I will say to to be honest, justice for Max. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, a thousand percent yeah. justice, Max. Forever. I I I. <laughs> All right, I, number I, eighteen. I, 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 we are I, in I, season eight again. It is late chicken wing. Uh, the Queens had a sing in live uh, in 80s new wave girl bands. Team Late Chicken Wing was comprised of Kim Chi, Robbie Turner, and Naomi Smalls. I didn't like this one, but I'm going to kick us off and just say Robbie Turner looked good for once. And this was um, fun for Naomi and Kim Chi to be stupid and campy because up until this point, they were stiff as boards the entire season. Yeah. So I think this was a shining moment for the two of them. But oh my God, like chicken wing? Really? That's the best you're going to do? I mean, they admitted it was stupid. I mean, it, it was yeah. stupid. Yeah, I think that that's why I <laughs> like it. Because they, from the start, said this is dumb. Yeah. yeah stupid. Like, exactly. It's they like, so like, I think oh. when, and when I know them, that they went into it with like the full recognition of like, oh, this is dumb, whatever, like, yeah. then I can be like, okay, this is funny, haha. But if I, they had gone into it being like, oh, this is great. I would have been like, um, can someone check the air? Now, I do want to ask, um, we have the Kim Chi Naomi Smalls collaboration. When is Kim Chi going to do a collaboration with Robbie Turner? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> once Robbie Turner gets her Uber account back. That's Robbie. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was the lowest on this one um, by a lot. Like, I had this as number 26. Um, so I was Ooh. just not a fan of it. Okay. Anyone, <laughs> and, and, is there so what any other positives to this one? Yeah, there we go. There we uh, go. They, they they went for I mean it's it's just it's fine to me. It's just fine. Like that that challenge in general, I was like, this is it's it's hard because it's very generational based, so it's hard to really be yeah. able to exactly. relate to it for, either from the performer yeah. standpoint or from the audience standpoint. So it's like it's fine. We're also getting to the point in this in this ranking where like we're getting to the songs that I just had the most neutral opinions. Yes. <laughs> <Same>. yes. Exactly. <laughs> like the middle is where I have like the fewest things to say. I'm like, it was a song. It was on the show. Yeah, it was there. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. yeah I, was like, I, I wasn't offended. It. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> well, let's talk about something fun. We are going to travel to the UK for Drag Race UK. It is Break Up Bye Bye as performed by oh, Filth Harmony. Uh, um, the Queens uh, had to record vocals <laughs> and perform in a girl group member for the original song Break Up Bye Bye. Crystal won the mini challenge and picked her team of Cheryl Hole and the Vivian. The Genesis start. It should have been it should have been better. It should have been the, the three of <laughs> them. picked her team. Like, Crystal Crystal picked mm-hmm. the people and it should have been a better number, but it was just like it, it just watch the three of them just felt like they well Cheryl's is the exception, but Crystal <laughs> and the Vivian both looked like they didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Cheryl was like living her entire girl group fantasy and like and wasn't Cheryl wasn't like necessarily purposely outshining anybody. She was literally like she looked like she, she was, was just having fun together. Yeah, she was, she was having was, a great time. She was present. That and was Crystal's her dream. Like all over the stage, and the Vivian's like I'm above this, so the whole thing fell apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, there and then was, on top of that they had to look across like Cheryl was like this is my dream right like girl group drag is Cheryl's like her entire drag aesthetic is based off of girl group drag and then not only did she have to sit there like being dysfunctional with the Vivian and Crystal she had to sit there watching across the room watching Blue, Baga, and Davina kicking off what would 
you know, we'll talk about it later, but she just had to sit there watching it happen without her. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Poor I mean, Poor th- there, there was absolutely no cohesion in the group. The choreography no. was boring. I mean, this, what I will say, this was my, my favorite thing that I wish the U.S. show would bring in is having the other groups watch the other, um, their other uh, team perform because you saw the three of them say the vivian's wearing pink hair vivian shit a brick and it was so good it was so it was so good um there's one lyric that i love from this entire uh group and it's category essex they call me cheryl hole it's the only one we should remember um but i will say when you predict your placement in the show it's gonna happen she said uh she's the number four three two one and Cheryl Hole was number four. This, she said it. She said it. She said it. And that's what happened. I know. Crazy, right? right? That was, that's kind of funny. Yeah. She made herself number four. Um, oh. Yeah. This was like poor Crystal. This She was out of her element. She knew she was going to do poorly. So she gave herself the two best options. They just didn't work well. And I almost wonder if the Vivian, knowing she's the Beyonce of the group, she was the reason why they failed. The other three, like on the other team, all had something to prove. As in, like you didn't pick us because you exactly. thought we were going to be good at this. So the three of us can like come around that idea. Whereas the Vivian was like, "You picked me and Cheryl." Yeah. <laughs> um, for a reminder, this is going to be the first uh, triple win uh, in franchise history. The bottom two were Vivian and Crystal, with Crystal rightly so going home. I've said that and the this, only lip sync. Exactly. Episode five of Drag Race UK, in my opinion, is top three episodes in franchise history because we had the reading challenge, we had um, this challenge, and then the cool. runway was a night at the races or day oh, of the races. Yeah. Yeah, that it was, was so oh, yes. good. Was so so I, I'm, I love this episode so much. Agreed. This was like the redeeming episode for the season. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. I remember. I was I was actually hosting block parties. Other than the wait, what did you say? No, better than the finale. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm saying like this episode. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm agreeing. Yeah. No, yeah. I was uh, uh, watch parties of this as it was going on, and I was just like, none of us could get on board with how it was going until we hit this episode, and everybody just like clocked right into it. It was so good from from top to bottom. So good. And Jade was an excellent guest judge. So good. So good. Oh, uh-huh. All right, let's talk about number 16. Number 16 back at season eight, it's Street Meets. Um, Queen's doing their new wave. It's Team New York, Bob the Drag Queen, Thorgy Thor, and Acid Betty. Amanda, Team New York, talk about them. Okay, so exactly. I think we kind of said like this whole episode was sort of a mess, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, again, it, it's very genre specific. If, you know, if you're not into that music or you're not aware of it, it it's, you, you can't be 100% involved. And actually, I think maybe they were the only team, I think, that kind of did get it. Like, to mm-hmm. me, I mean, I don't know. I love, you know, B-52s. I love Rock Lobster. And like, oh, they yeah. hit that perfectly. Um, lyrically, again, I think they sort of, they knew that it was going to be stupid and they leaned into it and, yeah. you know, it was it was fine. It was fine. It was it was okay. Yeah, I think the biggest <laughs> issue is none of them are they're not singers. Yeah. So they tried to sing and it just didn't work. So they tried to speak, sing, and it didn't work. 
So they could have won. They should have won, but they didn't win because it's just yeah, not as good. Yeah. yeah. These are just like very funny, funny lyrics though. Like they wrote mm-hmm. it really well, given mm-hmm. like they said, like the only thing like, right. There's like two things we have in terms of like control of this challenge. It's like what we write and what we look like when we perform it. And so it's like, yeah, you might as well just like seize on the opportunity to be as funny as you can. Like I, to this day, can like picture myself watching the episode and the moment where they're like big, black, and then Bob just goes, beans. Like, it's such <laughs> a funny moment. Yeah. It's like, so like they, they were like, we own, like all we have control over is like what we write. So we might as well just like make a moment with it. I think that that's the way you have to approach it in that situation. But it was so funny. It was just like, is it a good song? No. Can they no. sing well? No. But did they write something funny and entertaining? Yes. This was also the challenge where um, uh, we we first started to see the cracks in Bob. Mm-hmm. Because this was the Bob yeah. versus Lucian kind of throwdown, which I think also probably contributed a little bit to why they didn't win. Oh, for um, sure. <laughs> And that's like kind of what I, I remember. Love this is Bob like, shitting on Lucian. I love Bob. I love, 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 love Bob's probably my oh. favorite queen of the entire franchise. Amazing. But just, they, they set her up so much to look like she was going to ruin this challenge for them. And then she came through with just like some of the funniest moments, period. Oh, yeah. She knows how to, she knows how to sell it to a crowd. Um, and her delivery is just. It's so perfect. Yeah. So, and yeah, it was, black. again, it was beans. Beans. <laughs> It's the moment you remember. <laughs> like the bug eyes and like it's just so funny. Ready for the next one? Let's do it. Number 15. We are back in Drag Race UK. For Rocket to the Moon. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. This is the final three <laughs> where they must write and perform uh Rocket to the Moon, uh, which is a, <laughs> a, a great little song. Um we um just just for the listeners, I need a picture. Hold on. Um everyone smile. Let's see, can we get everyone in? We have animals in the Zoom. I'm the only one without an animal. Um, but, oh my God, this is adorable. And we're gonna talk about this song, Scout and Dash, talk about Rocket to the Moon. Um, I, I like this song. So I like the song, Rocket to the Moon, just yeah. like in general, I think it's like yeah. a cute beat and just fun to begin with. So I was actually very happy that like this cast got this song because I like I particularly this top three I think that they all bring something very different to like what their drag is and what drag like what the season was um I like the song I like the words I think that it's not something that like when you know a plus like work like it's good it's the lyrics they wrote were like funny and referenced their time on the show, gay club. And as soon as they like put the remix of you know the, that on, that everybody's like losing their mind. But I think it's fine. The lyrics are fun. The great queens, so it felt very kind of inconsequential in the episode. You know, it was yeah. very much like it was a top three they all could have done good or bad and it probably wouldn't have changed what was going to happen with the top two and well i, I think that's I mean, that's very very fair because i think baga definitely checked out of this challenge baga's mm-hmm. like oh, i'm done i made the top three that's all i wanted i'm going to finish and be remembered for weird lyrics that don't make sense to me but here you go um yeah. davina yeah. should be on strictly come dancing uh i thought she was incredible 
Um, it was very funny for me to watch this episode because I was like, she's getting the Katya at it fully because they literally gave her Katya's choreo. Mm-hmm. Um, I was texting th- you as we watched it. Michael. I know, I know. I was, <laughs> I oh, I was freaking like, out. Because as everyone should know, I am the biggest Davina DeCampo stan. I oh. love her. Um, and then oh. Vivian, just not the most limber of drag queens, um, but that patch of fringe in the middle of that bodysuit that is missing not a stone in sight. She looked terrible. Um, but she did a, um, a money exchange uh, fake jump split. So she wins. Again, um, I did that in drag competition and I won my drag competition. I'm aware. So. I'm aware. Um, I, I, I did enjoy it. I just didn't, don't think it. I enjoyed it, but it's not break up by buying. And that's the I, end of it yeah, for me. Right. And that's the thing is that it came after that. Yeah. It, it didn't sound like a finale song, if you will. If you think about, and I know we'll get to them, a lot of the, I'm sure the top songs are finale songs that are memorable. And this just wasn't there for me. It sounded like it could have been one of the earlier season, you know, right? Yeah. If I didn't it know it was the final three, I wouldn't have, mm-hmm. like, I just would have never guessed. Well, I think what, what, what works against it, like what could have made it better is literally just taking out all those dance moments. Like it just it takes it shoots the song into certain that didn't mean to say shoots. It, it, yeah. it turns the song into something that it's not. And like having that like weird like samba breakdown or like whatever, like the the little dance it just like it that's awesome. not the spirit of the song. If it had kept going right. in its own beat from like you know one queen solo into the chorus, the next queen solo, like that would have given it more of that energy. But like every time I think about it, I'm like it's too long and I don't remember how it feels anymore. So yeah. they were definitely trying that strictly come dancing tie-in. It didn't necessarily work. But again, you have three of the strongest queens of that season. It was salvageable. Mm-hmm. Right. Number 14. Yeah. yeah. It could have been better. It should have yeah. been better. Number 14. This is where things are going to get shocking for you listeners. Number 14 comes straight from season 10. It's American. Um, the finalists were Aquaria, Asia O'Hara, Eureka O'Hara, and Cameron Michaels, where they had to write lyrics and perform American. Um, first off, why were they not wearing red, white, and blue? Did Aquaria really start off a song called American with Bonjour? <laughs> she sure did. She sure did. Yes. But yes, she gave us she gave us turning looks, stunting pretty. Stunting I'm pretty. the bitch from New, York City. from New York City. Oh. And after that, that was... I stopped listening. So uh, I agree. I mean, you have Asia yeah. killing Tweety Bird again with her look. Um oh Eureka God. is the elephant queen, and don't get me started on Eureka. And oh, then they loved Cameron's lyrics. Yes, they were poignant, but they were meh. Cameron's lyrics made me cry in the bar, and I will not say how many drinks I had before that, but they did. Well, you're um, a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just really fascinated because I think American is great. I just don't think the queens themselves necessarily added to it. That being said, it was in my top ten. So... Scott, I have very strong feelings about both the original uh, American and the re- this remix of American. American structurally and musically is a banging song. Yeah. Like the, the, the concept of it, the beat of it, it is so good. And then you hear, I'm, I'm never going to get on Drag Race because of what I'm saying about RuPaul tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to happen. Um, the, the, the original lyrics are 
garbage. There, it's too, it's too um, uh, uh, heart heartfelt and too like too. It's it's you could. There's so much that you could say about like the concept of being an American and like the 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 melting pot, like the different things that you can be, and like trying to break outside of the box of what necessarily makes an American. And I feel like all of the all of the opportunities are missed on that in the original song to begin with. Then you get into this remix where the only I'm telling you, I'm so glad they put Aquaria first because after Aquaria is done, there's no reason for the song. They yeah. did not know what to write. Nobody said anything that was worth any kind of value. The only reason they liked Cameron is because they were trying to build up some kind of emotional story for her because she yeah, had, I was like, they were getting her the no, That is not true. No, no, no. Cameron's lyrics were <laughs> very relatable for a person who is just very, like, and I'm saying, like, I recognize how generic I am, but, like, Cameron's lyrics, she was sitting there as, like, a quiet person who had not said a lot during the season, who recognized oh, no. that by getting to this point in, in the season, America wasn't really going to know a lot about her because she had been quiet. So what she did was just write lyrics that felt personal to her, but could connect with other people, and that's what I appreciated about it, was, like, it was very much, she was kind of, like, okay, I'm some, like, you know, gay boy from Nashville, like, I don't have a lot to reference because I haven't, I've been quiet on the show. So I'm just going to like write these kind of, I get that they're very kind of fluffy, like, like ideal, like, oh, all like happy go lucky kind of lyrics. But I think that if you don't have anything else to do, I think the way to approach these songs is to be like, how can I connect with people? But and so like she connected with the most people because uh, people are like, you're right. Like, it feels like such a hail mary, though. It feels like such a hail mary at the last minute. Like, like, like what's she the best in way the room with Aquaria? And I was like, well, I love that journey for you, but who cares at this? Well, point? I, I, I fully believe <laughs> that. I fully believe that they knew she this was the song. For, so. They knew this was the the song challenge, and this song would not have fit for what they knew Ms. Cracker was going to do. So that's why Cracker was eliminated. Not because Cracker deserved to be eliminated, but because they wanted Cameron there and not Cracker for this song. Bloop. Mm. Um, <laughs> I agree. I, I will also say, and this is like a structural like thing. I understand that, you know, for most of these things that like the order is just based on like alphabetical. One, mm -hmm. a girl named Cameron Michaels never could have assumed she was going to be last. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like my name starts with a k i'll be in the middle at, at best but also every other girl got like their verse and then like a dance break in the chorus and right after cameron's verse it just cuts to the end like they did not give her a chorus and yeah. so i'm sure cameron was like oh yeah i'm sure i'm gonna win yep mm -hmm, there's definitely a chance for me oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure in that moment cameron was just like all right i get it it's hands down one of my least favorite songs of, of it, was, it ranked like probably bottom five somewhere in there for me. It just, yeah. it had, and, and largely like because top it five so much, for me. Well, I, you know what? You had your moment. <laughs> you had your little cry <laughs> moment in a bar, and that's why. <laughs> it was back when upward, you felt it. Right? It was for you, honey. Yes. No, it's just like it's a, a large part of why why I had such a problem with it. It's just that it had so much potential that I just feel like it never really achieved. It could, it Absolutely. could have. Right. And it never Absolutely got but there's great. also yeah. there's also the great visual of Eureka like going full speed ahead for the first chunk of her lyrics and then like fully running out of energy and just being like, <gasps> <laughs> like She barely could get line. out the elephant queen line. Which, she which barely was, got it I out. I literally was laughing. No, I was laughing because in the lip sync, you can see her give up. 
Mm-hmm. You can actively watch Eureka say, my lips aren't moving anymore. I've got other things to focus on. I thought she was yeah. going to pass out. I really did. Mm. All right. Number 13. Mm-hmm. Number 13. We're sticking with final songs. It's from All Stars 5. We got Clap Back. <laughs> final three of Jujubee, Ms. Cracker, and Shea Clay must write and perform a verse for Clap Back. The Genesis, start us off. Oh, I am so controversial with this opinion. I this song i i know a lot of people hated it i thought it was uh, number one the beat is everything like it's one of those ones you put heels on you clock down the street with your girls that is that is a jam Mm -hmm. yep the i would say the 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 i think probably what made people dislike it so much and this is not at all a read of jujubee but the, the the fact that it comes in so hard and then immediately jujubee comes in with these like ballad tempo kind of lyrics Mm -hmm right off the bat it's just kind of like disappointing and then the one person in the song who could actually keep up with the beat they balance out the sound well enough for you to actually hear anything shay said not a damn word well if you you actually like go in and listen to what she's doing it's it's so good and then she does that whole like cartwheel across guys head the song is amazing they give her dance moves that are five times harder than either of the other girls no yeah i mean shay's lyrics were aggressively shay and it was beautiful and amazing um i think cracker was true to her it was very um campy it was fun but it still worked for the style juju was just mediocre and it's unfortunate because this i really do consider juju to come in third place for the third time um because i think cracker was so exceptionally better than her um, unfortunately, that's not how the Wikipedia states it because they're both runners up. Um, I, I, again, with this song, there was no way you could crown Ms. Cracker. You couldn't do it. I will say, though, I love Cracker's line of where are the jokes? The joke is that you're coming for my girls when you're broke. Mm-hmm. That line, mm-hmm. like, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll never understand the, the, the waitress aesthetic, though during her I, I that mean, was a weird choice during her section the, like sandy the like sandy grease diner aesthetic yeah well yeah. It, was, it was more like like housewife i think it was the the aim for that's it. what i got it was like here housewife even, even, no. even still in a song called clap back that seems like a little bit of a, yeah, right? a weird left turn and then well, I, um, I wonder if nothing. yeah i wonder if it was right. her choice or their choice regardless mm-hmm. it's a bad choice um <laughs> you want to talk about another bad choice um, poor uh, returning queens who just had to stand back there and just march in place and do shitty ass choreography. All oh, those poor girls. More girls was fucked more. Yes! Shitty girl. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I we'll mean, fucking that. Derek <laughs> Barry was like, "I'm here. Why am I here? Can I please just leave?" Right. Yeah. No, Derek Barry was not mad. She got to talk on a camera. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready to move on to number 12? Yeah. Number 12, yeah. we are going to the Queens up north. It's from episode three, not sorry about it. Um, as the winners of the mini challenge, Priyanka and Lemon get to create two girl groups. The dolls are Lemon, Tainomi Banks, Jimbo, Kiara, and Boa. The Moose Knuckles are Priyanka, Rita Vega, Scarlet Boba, Anastasia, Anna Quay, and Alona Verily. Amanda, you want to start us off with the Canadians? 
Okay, so I scored this a little on the lower side. And again, this is just sort of looking at everything, the entire franchise. And it really wasn't that memorable to me personally, lyrically. I think the only person's lyrics that stood out were Priyanka's for me personally. Um, so that's why I kind of like in the balance of it all kind of had to put it down a little lower. Uh, but that being said, I mean, again, it was it was a cool like introduction again to see I guess the Canadian flavor, if you will, <laughs> it was like cool to see, you know, it was like, you know, again, once you're introduced to like a new drag race in another country, for me, like, I don't know any Canadian queen. So it was really, really cool to see like, okay, like everybody's stacking up. This is what people can bring to the table. But I don't know, maybe it's because, you know, Priyanka has been on television before Priyanka knew, I don't, I don't know, but it was just like something for me that was when she like, stood out from the she crowd and I was like her. she's gonna win this like for me that was the moment I mean I, I as, as listeners to the podcast will know I predict Priyanka from day one so I've been on the Priyanka train from the beginning but yeah. the issue with this song it would have been higher for me if they didn't have that um epilogue that whole slow part was so stupid the song oh, was yeah. too long they, already they and then you have don't. They do that on Drag Race songs all the time. And like the pro the problem was like this song was long. It was hard for them to learn in two days because it was so much to learn. And then you have this other part. But for me, I think there were some excellent lyrics coming out of this one. Um, I I I love the uh, stake um stake you down like the Slayer Buffy knick knack paddywhack give a dog a bum from your old bitch gonna send your ass home. Tynoma Banks was completely robbed in this challenge. Um, and then you have Scarlet Bobo, you looks her no no. Excellent. I don't know what Eggplant mm, Friday is, but Bobo Boa, no. go off. Um, and then I find myself saying Kiki want a Kai Kai all the time uh, because none of these queens are my type. <laughs> but then you have the predictor. You have the predictor. Team L E M O N ain't going to make it to the end. Ain't going to make it, it to the end. Knew. She knew. <laughs> she knew. She um, But again, <laughs> What's my name catchphrase? She made it happen. She, yep. This is now the second time she put it in. She made it happen and it became yep. a thing. It was like purse and first. It, it it's branding. It's branding. She knows the branding. Uh, so that's why for me, this song is successful. Second time you sing it. Yep. I, I couldn't watch it a second time. Um, I, <laughs> I couldn't. It's a, it's a cute beat. The lyrics are cute. Never on a single season of American Drag Race have they allowed such a bad cut of the choreography to make That's it right. to the actual aired right. episode. It, and was, they, it is dirty. Awful. Yeah, Anastasia was bad. Girls, and most of the girls they zeroed in on end up being safe. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, Jim, Jim both my number one for that show, for that season, point blank period. Priyanka's my number oh, yeah. two, I'm number one. But Jimbo did not know what the hell she was doing, and she ended up being safe. <laughs> it was, I just, I, it's, it's fine. It's, it hits the I think spot. it's on brand for Jimbo, if you think about it. it it's, it, it would be on brand for Jimbo to, like, to screw up and, like, own it the same way that Kim Chi did for, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. But Jimbo um, was kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't care that I look like I don't know what I'm doing. And it was, <laughs> it was unfortunate. Yeah, it worked. It was unfortunate. Um, never mind. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy this one. No, I like. 
I just I think it was better than the like like you wear it well the finale song. Like I think it was it was more fun. It was more enjoyable. Like you wear it well to me it was just like very like whatever like your lyrics to it. But this like I don't know I I think I think it was fun to like get to know them and also just like I think it was fun that they were like right out of the gates they were like how can we make this Canadian? I was like hey, <laughs> yeah I already booted. Exactly. It was very Canadian. Right? It was like it was very Canadian. All right, number eleven. We um, are with. Oh, go for it. Michael, I just want to say before we uh, get going, my friend just sent me a text, and while we've been recording this podcast, the Drag Race season thirteen trailer got leaked. Oh, I know. Yeah. I have it. I I, rec- I have it. Oh, I saw it. It's uh, it's uh, according to this, it's premiering New Year's Day. Oh, New I know. It is. Oh, it's true. Wow. It's true. Okay. New season, uh-huh. New Year's Day, eight seven central. Yeah, and and that trailer features two New York queens. Hey. All right, number thirteen. We're at All Stars three. It is sitting on a secret. Um, the remaining queens had to audition for RuPaul's new girl group, Kitty Girls, as they competed against the eliminated queens. If the top five won, the winner would receive the opportunity to bring back an eliminated queen and eliminate one of her fellow contestants. If the eliminated queens won, the top two queens would have a lip sync for their legacies. The winner of that lip sync would return and eliminate one of the queens still competing. The eliminated queens comprised of Aja, Chi Chi Devane, Milk, Morgan McMichaels, and Thorgy Thor. Scout, kick us off. Uh, <laughs> I didn't put it this high. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did not love this because you had it very low. Uh, where did I have this? Wait, no, did you have it low? No, you had 11. The Genesis had it very low. I did. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. The Genesis... Wait, why do I have it this high? The you go. I'm confused by myself. Well, right I'm ha- I'd be happy to. This was a garbage. This is this. These two are just as bad in my mind as as. Um, oh no. Version. I. It's just like it's so. I feel like this. So this is this is this is where it's like they're trying to get back to that season four style camp, but somehow still make it poppy. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being just redundant and boring. And like some of the lyrics are cute. Like, isn't this the one where like Milk is like, if you think his records aren't, it's not. It's, yep. something like that. it's like some of the lyrics are cute, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, I'm bored. I'm never going to want to listen to this song. This is like number like 25 for me, 26 yeah. somewhere there. I just, there's not, there's nothing special about it. Not a damn thing. This <laughs> was in my top five. I loved it. I think, it was, oh. I think. The Genesis, I think I, so I agree with you. And I think why it was so high for me is just because I can think of like funny lines from each girl in it. So it's kind of like one of those things where like overall I'm like, no one really bombed. So I think like, that's why in like my comparison against other things that got so high, but I agree. Because they're all all-stars. They're all good competitors. It's just kind of like, it's like a, it's a blast song, but. I mean, I, rem- I remember, I remember the, the the lyrics to it. I do remember the hook. Um, for those who need a reminder, Chi-Chi was Cajun Kitty. Um, Morgan was Bimbo Kitty. Um, Aja was Lil Banji. And you had uh, Thorgy as Cardio Kitty. And Milk was Milky Kitty. So they all took on a kitty persona. Um, yeah. I do, I will say... I think if Milk wasn't a cunt all season, she had a chance of coming back because she did excel in this challenge. But she was a cunt, and I don't think anyone wanted to see her succeed any further. I thought Aja was going to come back. 
Asha was good because her rapping was very, very strong. Right. It was and very she was also good. during the season. Right. Um, exactly. As a reminder, Ben de la Creme was the winner of this challenge, and we'll talk about the other song in a bit. But she decided to bring back Morgan McMichaels and eliminate herself. Yep, this is yep, one of those yep. times, and it's very, it's very rare that I say this, but like this is one of those times where I think it was very obvious that the winner was picked not based on who won, but rather based on what they wanted to happen because the returning queen song and their verses were better. In my opinion, I think they were like funnier, but the song was just kind of meh. I thought we'll, we'll, we'll get to the other song in a bit, but I thought I think the lyrics were better. <laughs> this really was where I think Vandela Creme, like, I know this has nothing to do with the lyrics, but this is this is really ultimately where she was really clinging on to the Miss Congeniality title. And yeah. it just sort of like the entire thing was like, oh God. And um, I mean, in terms of the song lyrically, again, I just you know, she wanted to redeem herself for the, the things she said to um, Morgan and, you know, how she eliminated Morgan first. But again, I thought Aja killed it. And, yeah. you know, it was a very much missed opportunity. If you just looked at lyrics, performance, you know, the person who actually got the challenge. And it was I mean, we, we do have to, to say if Dela did not Dela herself, the outcome of the season could have been drastically different. Oh, yeah, for well, sure. She was going to eliminate Kennedy, right? I, I'm not, I don't remember if I- she, 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 she used Kennedy's lipstick to write her name on in case producers like stepped in to say like, you absolutely cannot do this. Yeah. Um, which is wild because- Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, we are in our top 10. All right. We All are right. starting I'm with done. number 10 from season five, Can I Get an Amen? Hired yeah. by USA for Africa's We Are the World. The Queens had to sing RuPaul's Can I Get an Amen? The winner of the challenge was Ivy Winters. The losers were Coco Montrese and Jay Jolie, with Jay Jolie eventually going home. But as the winner of the mini challenge, Detox picked the teams. For the first verse, she paired Coco Montrese and Alyssa Edwards. Verse two was of sung by course. Ivy Winters, Jinx Monsoon, and Jay Jolie. With the bridge given to Alaska Talks themselves, Roxy Andrews, Alaska, and Detox. Um, the drama of this challenge is everything. Um, not only does Coco have to start, she has to be paired with Alyssa. Um, Jade is completely lost. Ivy Winters mm-hmm. is the star we didn't deserve and we will never have back because Ivy Winters makes penises in Minnesota. Um, Jinx decided to do that contour. So that was the thing that happened. <laughs> That's right. But but that, but, but that this contour. this that is really contour. this is really when Roxy despises Jinx Monsoon so much because it's mm-hmm. all she can think about. And when you have that supercut where with Jinx holding out that note and Roxy is livid, oh, it's priceless. Yeah. It was but, such good television. Oh we God. are remember. Uh-huh. We will remember this not only for where my people at, where my people at. Sequence gown. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sequence I, gown. Sequence gown. I remember it for. Um, I, lo- I lost all hope today. My car broke down. <laughs> <I, laughs> That's how that. the song like, starts. This is. This is- yep. This is on track with like me oh. quoting like Darian and no, no, she better don't. Yes. Like something bad happens and I'm like, 
I lost all hope today. <laughs> this was a train wreck, but it's an iconic train wreck, which is why it's so beloved. This song is so iconic that you started this entire podcast quoting it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's really. If you think about it, for me personally, this song is really the the first like iconic um, drag race franchise song, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I think Holy, this really yes, was like, like, oh shit, they can do like they can make songs that I yeah. can hit repeat and listen and listen and listen and listen and like you know reference, and it was just. Wow, that was and this, that was good. this was the first time that they had the idea to be like, RuPaul already has a catalog of songs. We could just oh, yeah, have exactly. the girls write lyrics to a song that exists. So <laughs> and it's comprised of five all-stars, a Miss Congeniality winner, and Jay Jolie. No. <laughs> and Jay Jolie. And Jay Jolie. Bless Jay Jolie. Uh, Not Taylor I, Swift. Honest, I actually kind of... Like as a song, it wasn't I, a music video. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like as a, as just like a music, a piece of music composition, I can't stand it. But yeah, as, it's terrible. For, for the iconic, I mean, there's so, who's the one who pointed out like, if you can't get a gig, you can't afford to buy a lace front wig. Like that's a, that, that was that yeah. was Alyssa's lyrics, and I think, I think like, it was Alyssa. Yeah. And then Detox was like, "What are they talking about? If you can't get a gig, you don't have money for a lace front." I'm <laughs> like, that's a very Freaking good point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the whole thing. Top to bottom, so good, so iconic. My, my like final point on this is that like if this was supposed to be their like USA for Africa moment, all I'm asking is that sometime down the line they do a they do it again, and and they just they just say like, hey, guess what? This week's challenge is to write your own lyrics to "Can I Get an Amen." Remember when they redid? Remember they redid <laughs> We Are the World? Yes, yes, We're yes, gonna yes. redo tonight. Like all I want is the redo in like in like seven seasons, you know? You know, give us some time. Oh. Or put it on the all-star like, season. Like send send 15-year-olds in like seven years into Hulu <laughs> because they're like, wait a minute, there's a season five episode that this references. As opposed to season 45 or something like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, no, this this one was one of my favorites. <laughs> International All Stars 12. I'm glad, yeah, exactly. glad I, I'm glad it made the, the top 10 here. We're going to talk about number nine. Back in Canada, it's You Wear It Well. Uh, the finalists, Priyanka, Scarlett Bobo, and Rita Vega, had to write and perform a verse to You Wear It Well. Uh, but Genesis, what do you think? So, um, well, I, I found this one to be incredibly interesting and different from like, every other song in this catalog because they did not require the queens to lip sync the chorus. Yes, um, the Genesis, you pointed this out on Facebook and it ruined me watching this episode because I was like, why did it, why could, what was the direction? It, it couldn't have been me because I didn't watch it in real time. <laughs> um, well, no, when you when you posted it on Facebook, that like uh, when I rewatched it, I was like, who told them? Yeah, no, they were just like, but, but like, but I don't know. It made me love it even more though because I was like, they're just focused on the dance and performance of it. And while Rita was never my like, one of my like drawn queens in, in, in Canada's, I was just like, watching her be so fierce in this performance. I I don't know, kind of. I really enjoyed it. Priyanka's lyrics were perfection. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched I watched Priyanka's section over and over and over again. Um, I just, it's just fun, and it's and it's uh, it's very. I don't know that it feels very the spirit of the show to me, as mm-hmm. opposed. Question, what made Priyanka win the show? Answer, this performance. 
It was yeah. exceptional branding. I mean, going from rapping to singing to rapping, she was so strong. Scarlet Bobo made a case for why she could have won if they were yep. nicer to her earlier in the season. Um, yep. She very much is a rock star. She nailed her verse. Um, never on the bottom, straight to the top. That is a reminder why she had a chance. But yep. Rita Bega was out of her element, in my opinion. Um, like, when did she become an alien actress taking over? I just don't remember that part in the season. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you're muted. Oh, there we go. I was very confused by that finale take. I was like, wait a minute, alien. Wait, was that a thing? Nope, nope. Not Did at you all. just miss it? She tried, she tried to make it a thing with her uh, final runway with the beginning. I was like, nope, still doesn't make sense. Huh. Maybe it's a French Canadian thing. Um, I, I just have to say that I'm sure that Scarlett and Rita were like, um, to like what was going to happen in the end when in Priyanka's choreography the two of them had to be used as props not even <laughs> as background dancers as props yeah, yeah. I don't know I, I, I think it could have been better but I think it's still this will be remembered for Priyanka's exceptional yeah. performance alright number 8 back with All Stars 3 it's Drag Up Your Life um, the remaining queens comprised of Bibi Zaharbonnet, Bendela Krem, Kennedy Davenport, Shangela, and Trixie Mattel. Amanda, why was this legendary? Bibi. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ta ta. Yeah, I'm pussy bitch. Pussy Ooh la 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 la. C'est bon, c'est bon. Honestly, now listen. I could listen to that on a loop forever. Well, you can in Jungle Kitty. There I was going to say. Um, she had RuPaul in the bag. Yeah, that was so good. I mean, listen, in, in terms of like the actual performances, like really cute. I adored, you know, what they love, you know, the, the whole, I, I like, they all did their thing, but wow. The, and the funny part was it was like so full circle too. They were like, what the fuck is baby going to do? What are these lyrics? This is so weird. And she was like, I'm not into it. And then she's like, bah, pow. <laughs> I mean, that's now, it. That's, that's the reason. That's it. As, as an award-winning lyricist myself, I took offense yeah. to those lyrics because those were not words. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a... It's, <laughs> I love this song so much because I hated it so much when it came out because of BB. <laughs> but you had Trixie as IQ Kitty and the look is iconic alone. Um, oh, yeah. uh, Kennedy as Diva Kitty. All she said was say yes to drag. Yes, yes to drag. Um, Dela was goth kitty who I think again very smart performance and which is why she won um, mm-hmm. you have Shangela sparkle kitty which was a complete waste of time yep. and then BB doing jungle kitty I just it was so iconic and that's why I rank it so high because this is a song that is so iconic in drag race history See, to me this is why I think like the other team won was because when I think of this song, all I think of is BB. Like all I think of is just her coming out of nowhere and just being like, bam. And everyone was like, what the fuck is she saying? Mm-hmm. And then like, and yet everyone was just like, this is incredible. This was, yeah. this is, this is, yeah. this is so good. Um, also, the Genesis, God bless you the her. lowest in this. Yeah, I just I, I hate these challenges. <laughs> these these two teams split up to do to do two different lyrical whatever two different so songs. Early. I just hate, I hate all, all four of the ones that have happened. I hated I guess them. This was 
Now again, we had this was a girl group challenge. You have um, uh, Baby Spice as one of the guest judges, and the other guest judge was is my um, future husband Adam Lambert. So it was a fun panel yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, in that fucking tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, this is a very iconic episode. Probably yeah. one of the most remembered of this season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but no, it's uh, BB is the one uh, of the four between season three and season four. These two of, of these four songs that were released, this one ranks the highest because of BB for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I yeah. uh, so I got at DragCon, got to interview BB, and I literally told her I hated your lyrics so fucking much. But I use uh, it as my I use Jungle Kitty as my um, alarm to wake up in the morning because it will wake me up. <laughs> she appreciated it. it. She hears it in panics. <laughs> literally, because I don't want to hear it. Um, all right, number seven. We are with All Stars 4 for Super Queen. The finalists, Monet Exchange, Monique Hart, Naomi Smalls, and Trinity the Tuck, had to write and perform lyrics to the country acoustic version of Super Queen. Scout, start us off, please. The worst remix of a RuPaul song ever. Why acoustic? All I remember was being like, how are they going to turn, how are they going to use, because like, I, you know, having having a reddit account sometimes know things that are gonna happen in episodes before they do and i was like how are they gonna turn super queen into like a because like super queen's like pretty fast and i was like that's a a pretty rapid beat to write a you know lyrics to and then i heard their remix of this and i was like Mm -hmm. why am i yawning they shouldn't be yawning (laughs) on the finale but my second point on this is trinity the tech makes a very big point that her lyrics in the first time she did this were ridiculed. So she decided to write five, seven, back to six as like part of a rhyming scheme. And I was just like, yeah, these lyrics aren't better, girl. Yeah, yeah, you made a point about how you were supposed to, like, everyone was going to, like, skewer you if you wrote bad lyrics and you did not write better lyrics. Nope. So, nope. <laughs> um, this song... I got at le- I think it was fun to have the three All Stars winners as like a fake you know band like rock band like you know Guitar Hero style like <laughs> camp, but the re- this remix of Super Queen is just so so like funeral style. It's just like oh, a dirge. <laughs> yeah, I was not too high on this. Um... I, because again, it was this weird stripped down version. The lyrics from all four of them were not brilliant. I really do think if Trinity did not have the track record she had, she could have easily been one of the eliminated queens for this. Um, Naomi was ah. just not here again, but she looked cunt. She, she looked got the bridge, stunning. And she that did. bridge is not mm-hmm. not helpful to anything. No. Um, yeah. But Monique really stepped it up and, and she is a good performer, but she had no chance of winning the show. As a reminder, this was our double winning with Money Exchange and Trinity the Tuck and Monique Hart and Naomi Smalls were, in fact, eliminated. The worst edit in finale history. As it was not not real. I'm not talking drag race. I'm talking reality television. uh They they had to do it within that week. Yep. Yeah. Anything else on Super Queen? 
I actually rated this high. I, I am one of the like seven people in the entire world who loves this song. <laughs> I I have decided in my world, in my reality, in my in my fantasy, <clears throat> that the version we got for this finale was actually the original and the one that was like parodied out that we heard about is the remix. That's just what I've decided for myself, and you can believe it or choose not to. But that makes that it a reality, lot better. Given that reality, it makes it a lot better. Um I wish that was the world. <laughs> that, that's, that's the, listen, the world is whatever you want it to be, darling. You just make it that way. Exactly. <laughs> so, but but given, like, I, and I'm not joking, this is literally what I've decided is the truth. Given that truth that I've decided, that I've subscribed to, I actually thought they did wonderfully with the music of it. I, I hated, okay, number one, what Trinity both sang, like, rap and war felt like they came from what the song was was became popularized as so i just kind of take trinity out of it in general but the other three of them actually really enjoyed their performances it musically made sense to me i just like i don't know i kind of grooved to it so for me yeah. i really like that's fair but i'm like uh, i know unpopular opinion on that one and i'm uh, and i'm happy to accept that <laughs> hey i mean there are people there are people who like it um, and this next one, I think, is going to be a fun one for us to discuss. At number six from season 11, it is Queens Everywhere. Uh, Akira C. Davenport, Brooklyn Heights, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, and Evie Oddly were tasked to write and perform verses for Queens Everywhere. This is iconic for great moments and some absolutely tragic moments. Um, the chorus is very catchy. I love the fucking chorus. We had some really fun moments. Like Akira is Miss Ass Almighty. Yeah. Um, the look was terrible, but those last lyrics, where is the body, bitch? She's the body. Yes, this is the body. Miss oh, Akira is the body. Brilliant. Brooklyn Heist thought she had this whole show in the bag with this performance. Um, she was good. It was definitely branding, but she didn't know what the last queen was about to do. Um, silky, oh, silky, oh, silky, oh, silky. Um, she literally <laughs> knocked people down because that's what Silky Nut Meganosh does. Um, but it, don't don't remember anything of her actual verse. All I remember is now twirl, twirl, twirl. And then Miss Vanjie can't do anything besides say, Miss Vanjie. But one last thing. Evie Oddly <laughs> did that. Evie Oddly did that. Yeah, did. I'm Evie Oddly and oddly enough, my edge is shredded and these tits are tough. And then decided I bend over backwards while literally doing a backbend and Bending walking on her hands and backwards. feet. This this was the moment she won the show. Yep. Genesis, where did you watch this? Um, where were you? Oh, wasn't I? I was at um, Seasons and Sessions. Were you? Okay, I was at Trade. Um, and I remember Evie's verse happening. And the bar lost it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. she when bent over backwards. And mm -hmm. it was an instant roar. Yep. Yep. Like, across the bar. Um like never like it was one of those moments where it's like yes that like this has become you know that was the season where we were like all right we got it the, the last people are gonna you know write their lyric write the lyrics to a song but it was like it was the first time since a song we'll talk about later that I remember a bar just being like oh fuck you know, yeah. and like Evie just shut it the fuck down. Yeah, no, it, it was. It was. She over. left no questions. Was, there yeah, were no comments. Was there was. It, she was so good, so polished, so funny, like so flexible, so yes. <laughs> rehearsed, so like 
good in her delivery that there was just no I, questions at that I, point one of, one of the things i love about the way she performed it i love when, when people who know that they can't like classic style rap like they don't have that kind of flow that like a, like a Nicki minaj or like a um uh you know run dmc like th they don't have that kind of what people would consider like urban style when they when they go to rap she she talked to us in a way that was rhythmic so it was it didn't nothing was forced it was very mm -hmm. comfortable for her she could just slide right into it and just give it to us the way that she was comfortable with i think that made it even more enjoyable because it was just mm -hmm. it was just her um i do have to can we talk about vanji for a moment oh <laughs> please, let's, let's, please. Let's. because because the verse was perfect oh, i'm convinced she, I'm, there's there's no way she didn't know she was going home Fair, I think that's that was, I think yeah, yeah. that like and, and that because the performance of that verse should have been epic. Yeah. She wrote like she wrote very much like into her thing. She, like the choreography right into it, but her energy was so low in the performance of it. It was like you know, unfortunately, yeah. what's what's yeah. happening here. So you're not even really given to it. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, but as a reminder, considering go for it. When, when you when you know that like you and Brooklyn are the first like showman's kind of like in the history of RuPaul's Drag Race and it's like you haven't had the opportunity to pit the two of them against each other yet and you know that this isn't Brooklyn's strong suit you're like it really doesn't matter how how strongly I do this unless I like give the performance of my entire lifetime I'm in the bottom with Brooklyn you know it's like it was one of those episodes where the writing was on the wall it was yeah. kind of like I mean, I, knew I, was gonna happen. I personally would have put Silky in the bottom. Because, lyric, so. yeah. And if all yeah, I can remember from her performance there's no is conflict. getting hit by a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and her flopping under her ass yeah. in the bathroom. And showing yeah. the yeah. panties, uh, like when the, the, the yep. her look went up. Oh, it was it was bad. Um, um, but I twirl. understand. Twirl. Like, twirl. twirl. I'll never understand. It just she was she was a sloppy mess from beginning to end. She had nice yeah. shining moments, but like throughout the season, she was sloppy. Even in the finale, she was. Oh my sloppy. god, that wig in the finale! Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh god. All right, we got our top five. We ready? Oh my god. Number five from season twelve. It's on that bitch. The queens had to write and perform an original rap to I'm That Bitch for the first time in Drag Race history. There was a top two in a regular season who had to lip sync for their legacy. This premiere featured Britta, Crystal Method, Gigi Good, Heidi in Closet, Jackie Cox, Nikki Doll, and Widow Von Du. The Genesis, what do you think? It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not write this one that high. Um, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. I don't know what um, to say about it. I just want to point out that so be, I was the last person to submit my rankings. Um, <laughs> you know, busy life. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> but this song made it to the top five without any of us ranking it in our top five because all of us were so scattered in our top five that this just like happened to have an average high enough to push it oh into the top yep. five. <sighs> mm -hmm. Wow. It, you know, um, it was one I of think the my thing of, Yeah, right. And that, my thing with this is, I think about that it was just very on the pulse of where Drag Race was, right? Yes. It's like yeah. having Nicki Minaj as a guest judge for the premiere was very smart in that moment. Nicki Minaj is like, you know, it's like, if you're not going to be a drag queen, Nicki Minaj is probably one of the closer things you're getting. 
So it's like, and she loves kind of the whole, like, she's not, she's not coming onto the show because she's like, oh yeah, it's a good thing for my career. She's coming onto the show because she's like, drag queens, fuck yeah. So like, yeah. she had a good time. The queens were showing up and were told like, hey, write a rap verse and guess who you're going to perform in front of? Nicki Minaj. And the queens were like, okay, sure. Yeah. Like Widow, like, and that's like, if you watch Widow's performance, the reason that like, you don't see Widow kind of get to that like shining example of who she was in the premiere and for the rest of the season is because like that moment is like what else are you living for right like you're on drag race you're in front of Nicki minaj you're rapping a verse like and doing the flying just, jump like, split you're you it's yeah. just like what else like that is what you want right yeah. in drag so it's like of course like and i love watching that like episode and whatnot Specifically because the girls are just so happy and they're so excited and they're just like even if I fuck up like <laughs> I get to go home and say I performed like a rap verse in front of Nicki Minaj are you kidding me so it's yeah. just like the whole, whole song and the whole idea of it was just so fun yeah I I wanted I wish Britta was uh, uh praised a little more for what she did because she wanted it so badly but she was good she was the one to kick it off and and, and it's unfortunate that she had her moment with Nikki but then you have like Crystal Method who you're like who is this kooky person uh, with all that leopard right. print and then good morning yeah. campers good morning Miss Good and then you have the good okay all I want to say Gigi Good if you ever listen to this my drag name is literally Scout Sonner I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to write in the verse if I ever get on drag race like you took good morning campers like fuck you <laughs> i mean and then, like and she left a bitch on red then you have heidi in closet um heidi in closet is her name being soft and subtle is her game and that's when we knew we she was terrible but we loved her um also an iconic moment in i hate 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 your makeup <laughs> yeah like, that was a very you, iconic moment right um, I you feel have, wonderful right now. You, you, you right. got Jackie Cox honoring Laverne, uh, Deborah, and Courtney, which it took me a, a couple listens to understand right? what that was. And I was like, oh, Jackie, that. you're just too smart for this show. Um, Jackie, what? if you are listening, which is very possible, you could be listening one day. I loved your lyrics. Um, then Nikki. I thought Nikki was exceptional. They did oh not God, give so her good. credit. Um, she yeah. had a very difficult part of the song to do. Um and I see KY's in town. I'm like, yeah, you you did good, Nikki. And then yeah. Widow is Widow. English yeah. is my first language, and I don't think I could write a good lap or a good rap in it. And yet Nikki, who speaks another language entirely, can still write a like well phrased yeah. and yeah. well delivered rap. That is ridiculous. Yeah, no, we should clarify. We're talking about Nikki Nikki doll because the one the yes. one thing I do. Up is Nicki Minaj's version of the rap. Correct, correct. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, Coming with a version. The, um, the uh, thank God that homosexuals and Twitter exist at the same time because within like 12 minutes, there was like someone who had edited Nicki's like fake, like she just like quickly like spit like verses in the like untucked or whatever. Mm -hmm. Someone edited over the beat, and I was like, oh yes, this is what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I think bad. it was a, a, a hard task for the first episode, but they all did well. They were all running on adrenaline. They all were like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I was impressed. I mean, I think oh. realistically, if you think about it, like 
for the first episode, for the challenge, for, you know, I mean, that has to be lyrically, like, probably one of the better, you know, intros there, like, to Queens, to a season, like, I, I really, like, if you look at it again, strictly lyrically, I was like, oh, okay, all right, y'all did your homework, like, yeah. pretty good. Yes, all right. And this, and this episode aired both pre-COVID and pre-controversy. That's oh. true. That is very true. Oh, yes. Is, so true. <laughs> it was the good times. And the good times. The good All times. right. Number four. From Sorry, All Stars 3, it's Kitty Girl. The final four did a one-take video to <laughs> Kitty Girl. Um, Amanda, you want to kick us off on Kitty Girl? um so i thought this was really really well done i thought the girls okay i I don't necessarily believe that it was filmed the way it was filmed i mean i just don't i mean you know like y'all can lie to me and say it was all done in real time but i'm like i don't know i just don't i'm just i'm not buying it but okay cute um but i think everybody did a really good job and i I was really impressed with um, um, Trixie and Shangela. Yes. Trixie surprised me. Like, I'm not the biggest Trixie fan. And then, like, to hear her lyrics and kind of, like, it was just so, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, it was really, like, cute, you know? Um, and I was like, okay, like, you have a shot. Like, you can do this. And then, you know, look what happened. Um, mm. But I thought, you know, I, I thought it was really, really, like, catchy. I thought... You know, at the end of the day, like I think back to all the songs, the Drag Race songs that I do listen to on repeat or like throughout the day or add, I've added to a playlist. And this is one of them for sure. Like, I definitely, I, I know the lyrics. I'm bopping when I'm listening to it. Like, it was very well done. Yeah, I um, think. I, you go for it. Michael, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. no, I think this was a really strong performance because this, again, was a one take until we got to the main stage. Um, Allegedly. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, well, so uh, like Kennedy is sexy. She she's slaying the game, feeling her buzz. She did her thing. Shangela was exceptional. Oh, BB yeah. did BB and just said words honoring what she did for um, her season one video. Trixie knows Drag Race and honored the show in a very smart way. And I really don't think she thought she was going to win when she literally name drops Shangela in her Shangela. verse. Yeah. She's also wearing purple hair, which makes no sense. But one of the moments of this video (laughs) is them keeping in BP almost falling. Yes. Um, So this, there's, there's so many things about this. Like they put BB in front of a sewing machine after knowing (laughs) that her entire thing for an entire episode was that she couldn't sew. Um, They put, they left in her not being able to be lifted up. Like um, Trixie said, I think I think it was on her YouTube channel, but like she reviewed her episode or like her looks, and she said that like that was like the last wig she hadn't worn. <laughs> she was like, "This is all I have left that I haven't worn yet. Might as well." Um, my thing about this song is so this is like the only time I will ever admit this where there's someone recording me, but for <laughs> this song has come out to this day this song is the most played song on my entire Apple Music account. Um, <laughs> and it has been since the weekend it came out because um, not only was I just very into the song, like, wow, this is great. But I was in New York City for the weekend and took a train ride back and hit play 
when I left New York and fell asleep immediately with one, this one song on repeat. So it got like 200 plays that day. Um, but also, um, Amanda, you laughed when I mentioned this, but Morgan McMichael's in this video. Okay, um, yes. So, so they, all the other girls came back to do dance moves and whatnot, and they're in the, they're in the video for like one to five seconds. However, the, Morgan the McMichael. Right? The Shangela yeah, special? So, so, well, so there's Morgan, and then there's also Kennedy. But like Morgan... She gets moved into the back. And if you watch, for the first minute and a half, she has to do the same four count dance move over and over on one single step. Like watch in the background, she does it for a minute and a half. I'm she she looks mad from the minute she starts. It <laughs> is so long. It is a four same count, with Aja. Not even an eight count. It's four count. But then Kennedy, when they put her in the moving truck, uh, someone had to adjust something on the set and they were like, all right, we'll be back. Like, just like break real quick. And 10 minutes later, Kennedy had to bang on the door for them to open the moving truck because they, they had just left her and the dancers in there. So oh God, funny. I love that. That's so Is that good. why her wig was the way it was? Yes. <laughs> that's why, that that's was why she was, she looked. Uh, and like and then you have Michelle Ross minutes. and Carson doing that like hand thing. Come on. Yeah. Oh my god. It was, it was it, it, it it's iconic. And for me, this was a top three song. This was one of my top three. Um, so I'm happy it being number four. Um, but let's talk about number three here. I am utterly shocked at this placement, but number three is from season nine, category is finalists Peppermint, Sasha Valor, Trinity Taylor, and Shea Calais had to write, record, and perform their own lyrics to category is Scout, kick us off. I okay I know I ranked this song high so I may have been who like yanked this up if oh no no, like, no 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 like, the other two I like <laughs> this song like it is I mean like I put it up there but like I like this song in this I like the original version it better is. no the door what? is over there yeah, all right. <laughs> all right yeah Michael Michael hop off your podcast now uh, <laughs> um no this song is like I think each girl has like a moment that I can think of Shay is Shay's verse is just okay league just, beyond I, so like good. even even pop top 40 music like okay. Shay's verse is just so good and then it's also just like it was like the fun of the episode being like they wrote this song who's going home oh my god no one's going home <laughs> it was just like this episode it was really good this song is really i like the song i mean it's fun the girls all wrote great verses it's a classic top four i mean yeah. three of them literally have crowns crown peppermint rupaul do you hear me <laughs> <laughs> There's not a, it, it doesn't have a, um, I, I, I have a feeling I know where the song is placed, but it doesn't have like a Roxy Andrews moment. All, like watching <laughs> it, it really was like all four of these queens. Like if there was a quote unquote weak link in the song, I would say maybe Trinity. But, oh, even, but even Trinity, I don't it's know. I, I always think back to like, the body is here. Like, the body yeah. is here. Oh, it's camp. Um, 
It's, it's so, pure camp. And they all performed this shit. Uh, shit um, uh, Sasha crawling up from the back. Number oh, one. Number legendary. One, giving you a stronger sense of what the actual stage is like than anybody ever has. And yeah. then crawling up from back there and doing her whole, like, the screaming and the, like, she's, she's being lifted everywhere. The choreography on this was beyond. Mm-hmm. And everybody, everybody really, truly brought, brought it. The looks both in the song and in the runway were iconic. Um, mm-hmm. It just, it, like, it, oh, it's, it's, it probably, I know I didn't rate it this way, but it probably is my favorite of all of the self-written songs. Like, I, as soon as it came out, I was so furious. It took a year before it was released as a oh, single. I was mad. I was dying. I was, I was dying. Oh, oh, I remember when it was released and I was like, now? You right. give it to me now? Oh, all time. Wait, my, I think, did I rank this first? Did it? You I? sure did. Oh, that sure. That was your number sure. one. Okay. Let me, I'm sorry. I've been dying to say something. Okay. This oh, is the one oh, song oh, that I know oh. every fucking lyric to. Yeah. It is, it's I'm in the shower. I'm making the bed. I'm cooking the, you know, the meal. I'm washing the dishes. I'm walking the dog. Like this is it. This is, I think, I mean, drag race seasons are, you know, choosing a favorite is always controversial, but I think this was really where I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah these queens are something like this is yeah. like th- holy like i they're gonna be amazing and and, and they're gonna take over the world and you yeah. know again look at that they're winners i mean just we need one more but she really is already a winner so whatever yeah. um but it, it really like every lyric every like i i've never i i, I and i'm yeah. i really want someone else to bring it that way and i i i'm hungry for that because it's just you mean bring it I to mean, the again, runway for me, Oh, yeah. <laughs> for me, for me to like, you know, be anxious and be like, you know, a lot of these songs they always come out the next day, and this song did not come out, and I was so upset. Was, yep. And they took forever to do it, and when they oh, finally God. did it, man, oh man, oh man, I mean, that was just like that it shit. Got the stream. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely like, you know, the the Spotify top, it definitely wrapped like in my top yeah. at, at that year for sure. It was just so good. I still love it. I still sing it. it I, I can't. It, I, I can't get enough of it. It really is, like, perfect, in my opinion. It was also, like, the first time that was just, like, these queens who had just presented themselves, right? It was, like, season eight still had the, like, weird RuPaul music video thing. So, like, they had just given themselves for an entire season. And I remember being... I So, I didn't watch the this episode live. And I remember texting my friend being, like, I don't know who I want to go home. Like, I'm going to be sad no matter who goes home. And then I watched this song and I was like, I'm about to be like be destroyed Mm -hmm. because someone's going to go home. And then when no one went home, I was like, this is the best moment. I was like, that song was so good. Each contestant is so good. They all deserve it. But I remember texting my friend being like, I'm about to like sob because someone's going to go home. And he was like, yes, you're about to sob. Like (laughs) trying not to be like, just calm the fuck down. (laughs) Michael, it's also no, I mean, well, it's also this song comes right after um, Read You Wrote You. So like the, the stakes are very high. Um, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I like the song category is very much. I think it's it, it's great. Um, but for me, season nine, I didn't have the emotional connection to the Queen's as I did in other seasons. And I'm not sure why that was the case. The only the one I did have grown yet. Yeah. I think the only queen that I had really found love for was Sasha Valor. And that's simply because 
that year I got to go to nightgowns and mm. see her okay, perform so, live. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. this is what drag is going to be. And like, I was like, she's going to no shot of winning. Are you kidding me? And then we see what ultimately happens. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I did not love Trinity's verse. Um, I think Peppermint saved herself with this performance. And I really do wonder if um, things were planned out this way, or if Rue was like, no, we got to have four. Let's do the finale this way. Um, but again, Slay Kool-Aid, look at this edge she snatched today. It's so iconic, but I, for Can me, I always... it's not what I listen oh. to compared to some of the other songs. Well, so, so Scott, you defined that excellent, because I, I remember listening to a, a different podcast, I forget what podcast it was, but that was analyzing literally the song and bringing up this, like, the, the, the rap kind of um, genius of writing your lyrics in a way where it ties back into the chorus. Back into the chorus. Like, it's that, part of the song. It's mm-hmm. so, it's so, it's it like, I don't oh, well. know, so, so much about this is like, and it, and it is hard because I think it, it, part of what made it, because I was, I was in the same boat with Scout where I was like, I didn't know who I wanted to go home by this point. Like, I was just like, like anybody goes home, I'm going to be upset. Same. And I think part of it is that it was harder to connect with the queens this season than it had been in other seasons. Like, they were also kind of like mild mannered that was hard to really hate anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of exceptions, but you know, overall, they're, it's like they're all nice queens. Everybody's here to have a good time. You like everybody enough and you just want everybody to get the participation trophy. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it, it was complicated, but I just, as, as a song, I, I'll say the original um, with, it was Rue and who was featured on the original? Michelle. It was Michelle. It sounds like, um, you know, when you get two different stars together and you record them in the studio and it's a holiday album and they're doing... Um, like Chestnut's going to open fire, but they're both like performers, so they're they're willing to like ad lib all over the place and just have a good time with each other. That's what the original felt like to me, and I was like, it's not Christmas, yeah. not Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but this version just it's all felt over the place. Sort of aggressive. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> Category is Butch Queen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. it's just, it, it's literally just them like saying categories, and like for me, it wasn't just like yeah, it's it. It was like it was a like cute went, song. It was it was cool again. The beat is exceptional. Nice. Yeah, no, for that. sure. And that's why you listen to that song mm-hmm. original, but for me, in my opinion. But then you have it, you know, the them do this, you know, magic to it and like really dig deep and like write these really fun lyrics and like really, I mean, I just, again, I, I can't say enough good things about this song. What category are we on right now? What yeah. Number two. We're going to talk about number two. Let's do it. And number two from Drag Race UK. Oh. Break up, bye-bye, as performed by the Frock Destroyers. Um, I will say right now, this was my number one because I will always love Proc Destroyers more than anything. And I coincidentally, I get to start off with this one and I have written a dissertation on um, Break Up by Bye. (laughs) An essay. essay. No, it's not. It's not too long. But the Proc Destroyers slayed and having Filth Harmony watch them was everything. Like if I were them, I would have cried. I would have cried because it was so good. Davina starts and you hear that whistle tone and you already know this uh. song is going to be exceptional. Then you get the iconic lyrics from Bag of Chips who was stunning. Bag of Chips is class. Bag of Chips is sexy. She takes it up the shh. It, it's, it's going great. <laughs> and good. this is what I was talking about, about brilliant branding. You don't know what's going to make it to the final cut, but she knows her catchphrases need to make it to the final cut. So we're going to throw them in here. The lady's not returning. It's in there, but it's the much better that was 
that sold it. And then you have blue rhyming home with home. That was a thing that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see what you like. Davina got the rap part. She did very well with it. But it's the choreo. Mm -hmm. The choreo, Davina gave them something easy. And she gave the fans something that they can emulate themselves. I mean, they did patty cake. They were pointing. They, it, it was everything about this was incredible. And the fact that if COVID was not a thing, that this song could have been the UK entry for Eurovision, that tells you everything. Why this song is one of the most iconic moments in franchise history. And they have a fucking album coming out. Right, that's the thing, right? Yeah. If they brought them back to the set to like do more that. with them because they recognize they're like. And if you haven't heard, if life. you haven't heard Her Majesty, they reference this song. It's so good. Um, Big Ben came out today. A lot of fun. I'm excited. I really think yeah. this for me was the moan of Drag Race, where I was like. I'm reinvigorated. This is this is my favorite mm-hmm. show again. It was the freshest episode of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. And in the th- I think a lot of it too was just that it all felt natural, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was all just people yeah. being people and doing what they needed to do for the challenge. And it wasn't like producers being like, oh, we're going to make this person do this and this person do this. It was just like, they were all just reacting to what was happening, doing what they needed to do. Davina was like, oh, we're supposed to be a girl group. I know how to choreograph basic girl group things. Whereas like Cheryl was like, I know how to do girl group stuff. And the Vivian was like, and? No. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you know, it's like, it it was just people being people. They were all just very like, it was so fun to watch. It was like, it just felt very cool. And the song was incredible. The lyrics are funny. One of, one of my favorite moments from this episode is when Davina is recording her verse and uh, M.N.E.K. is, who was the... Uh, the Cries. Guest. Before, when, when, like, when Davina's recording her thing, I thought you said you were going to sing and she was like, I am. And then she goes into it from there and he's like, <gasps> like yeah. that whole he's sequence like, is oh. such good TV. It's Again, it's just like people being people. People <laughs> being people. That's the new where my people. Emily Kay was like was, was literally like looking at Davina and was like, "You just are an angel." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe may, okay. Now I'm I'm, I'm going to be very controversial here. Maybe Davina DeCampo needed to be in O Santa to do the uh, a trio whistle tone. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Love it, Jay Hud, but we want that a trio whistle tone. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cute though I, I will say when that when that whistle tone harmony came in i was like just what i wanted for right my time. yeah so. but yeah I, I i think break up i buy is whoever wrote the original version of the song give them all the work the awards this was just so good I, I mean this has always um been in my i think this was in my top five for my apple music rewind yeah, it's definitely on one of my playlists, uh, too, for sure. Any was, other closing was, thoughts on Break Up Bye Bye? It was top 10 for me last year, which is saying something because it only had like a month to get into it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, to no one's surprise, number one from All Stars 2, Reed, you wrote you. Is there more an iconic, recognizable supergroup track in franchise history? I don't think so. Finalists Alaska, Detox, Katya, and Roxy had to write, record, and perform their very own lyrics to Read You, Wrote You. The Genesis, 
You're the last one to kick us off. Go for it. It, I, there's like what can be said it's just like it's the it's the one that started this whole uh concept off on the show it had such an iconic group of people and like Velasca talks plus katya who are some <laughs> of the biggest names at that time they were some of the, like, absolutely they were they were they, they were, were the epitome of all stars they really like just defined it for us and you already you t- so take Roxy out of the equation just for a moment, right? And you just have Alaska's verse, Katya's verse, and Detox's verse. It is already a banging track that I still mm-hmm. would have been yeah. amazing. Five, yeah. Even just that alone. Then everybody's wondering the whole time, you know, because, you know, the, the writing was on the wall for Roxy. There was no way she was going to make it make it past this point. So all of us as an audience are wondering what in the world is she going to do for her verse? And she gives us <laughs> The train ah. all once. <laughs> um, it was just it she gave was, us deep breathing. And then the the the, the hairography and the oh, yeah. singing. So good. They were the, all wearing the black. Lyrics, she like, wore like nude bodysuit. It was it from everything about the song was absolutely perfect. The, the choreography, the lyric writing. I love if you watch um uh uh, uh Katya's interview about this song when she talks about yeah. Uh, lyrics and how they were all like, right. I'm mediocre. Let's celebrate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no- who writes I'm number two when they're trying to win a crown? Yeah, you don't. Cheryl like Hole. She says she's number four. Yeah, but yeah. no, she's like literally, and she said, and she said, um, you don't like me. I don't blame you. Like literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> my. About- oh, go ahead. My thing with like this song is like, I think like it's like. I can think of other songs that I might like have listened to more or might like want to listen to before this. Mm-hmm. But when like this is number one in the sense of like, there's no other drag race song, period, whether girls wrote verses or not, but there's no other drag race song that can come on in a club and cause this reaction, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like the moment you hear the Red You Wrote You verse in a club, everyone knows what's happening everyone knows what song it is everyone knows the words they're like into it it was a and it's been that way from the second it happened on tv so it's just like it yeah. is just classic classic drag i mean race, let, let, like, let's talk about some iconic lines i mean for me you have alaska looking like an alien going mess with me you'll wind up in a basket i'm dorothy to your, your total get in the basket great get in the basket. um detox and those pigtails it's all about D to the E to the T to the O to the hold it. The chair walking. I'm going to say walking. Katya not, was was very hot in this performance. She did that yeah. split, yeah. but I thought her entire verse was iconic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Doing it thing. in accent as well. just calls me Katya. In accent. Yeah. But, but then dead. you have Roxy. And you have to give it to her that they are iconic for the wrong reasons. Yes. Oh, I'm Roxy yeah. Andrews and I'm here to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me here. Hilarious. Yep. And then I'm the, her singing, I'm going to show you what I can do. And then, and like, my favorite performance of a drag queen doing this song is, I think, um, from Trixie when she was in England Trixie. performing it, yep. where she does the first verse, she does the second verse, third verse. When it gets to, um, to Roxy, she just starts screaming. And it's, it's hilarious. And everybody so has that reaction. And even Roxy is that way about it. Um, this song is so iconic. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have such an obsession with the Frog Destroyers, I would have put this number one. Yeah, that's fair. I that's mean, we good. talked about like the club, the bar reaction, and I think this is the first time that like watching this, you know, like 
at a bar that I really heard like everyone was like, oh shit. Like this is the first In time the same watching. I think this is the first time watching Drag Race at a bar that like everyone had that like, you know, everyone just went berserk. Everyone was like, yeah. wow, wow. Like, where did this come from? Who are these people? You know, it really like, and again, you know, you mentioned Roxy, like, you know, it, it was, it's something that everyone quotes all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's not even like, they're not good lyrics. Like, you know, let's be <laughs> honest, it's horrible. It's horrible. But it's just like, she did it so fucking well. At the, yeah. You know, it's just like, it all- It's drag. And everybody else, yeah, it's all drag. And and everybody else is such like great lyrics on top of it. Like, it just, how could you not love this song? How? Yeah. It's funny because because Roxy's such a, I mean, she she came in being this pageant queen and, you know, she, there was all the controversy on season five because she was like, you know, I'm not, uh, Dragon's supposed to be funny. It's well, I think it's serious. You guys aren't serious about it, blah, 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 right. and all this other shit. But she's really known for her fuck-ups she's known for yeah. where my people at she's known for sequins gown she's known for um you put on the crown you this. wear the shawl the shawl um, and, and she's known for this verse all of her like kind of blunder moments all of her like kind of like weak ball or like or or um or funny moments are what she's known for and i think that's what makes it so iconic is because she goes yeah. for it with the attitude of a pageant queen yeah, someone who like, attacked it so hard. She, I mean, listen, those lyrics were garbage, and she looked out of place with those other girls. But she performed the shit out of that number. Yep, as bad as it was, and I yeah. think that's the of a drag performer, like a quality yeah. drag performer, like she fucking knows what it's she's just, doing, and it shows. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because you know you have all these you know people who are like you know justice for Alyssa, justice for Tatiana, and I and I agree in a lot of ways with that, but I also always come back to but if they had up for. Roxy wouldn't have, and that's <laughs> it. Just wouldn't be what it is today. You wouldn't have that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's. That, that, I will I think... say, if Alyssa was there, she probably would have made something even more ridiculous. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, um, th this was our. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. I was going to say, I'm interested to see if we ever really get something that is you as like you pleasing as this song i know that like people yeah. have like like you know um like uh amanda and i were both just saying about how category is is our real favorite you were saying about how frock stories is your real favorite but like as far as like a universally combining song i'm interested to see if drag race can ever really achieve that again yeah it'll be very interesting mm -hmm. well this was our list i'm pretty happy with it i think we did pretty well yeah um listeners if you're not happy with it just add us this is a great time. Where can we find you all on social media and Venmo? Genesis, start us off. Uh, sure. I am um, I'm on Instagram at V underscore Vagenesis, T-H-E underscore V-A-G-E-N-E-S-I-S. -E -E um, Venmo, I'm at just Vagenesis. Um, and uh, I've been uh, recently blowing up a little bit on the TikTok. I just had a hundred thousand followers last week. Super happy for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Amazing. yeah, the, uh, at the Vagenesis. Uh, no, sorry. I'm just Vagenesis on that as well. So feel free to come follow me. She got there first. Yeah. Where are, we, where are you? Um, you can find me. I'm fairly certain I've gotten to the point where every platform is at Scout Sonner. Scout. The way it sounds, Sonner, S-O-N-N-E-R. Um, uh, feel free to add me on Instagram, um, Venmo me, you know, 
anything. Uh, I like it all. Amanda, <laughs> where are you? Um, on Instagram, I'm uh, amanda.massacre and Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. Um, I am Amanda Massacre Drag, all one word. Well, friends, this was super fun. And I can't wait for the next showdown we're going to do for the podcast. Well, thank you all for being here. Yeah, thank, thank you so you much for having, having us. us. Yeah. It was so much fun. This is awesome. Awesome. Well, that was the podcast. Love it. I have to run off of this and have this saved before yes. I start talking to Cake. Um, I got my interview with Cake uh, eight minutes ago. So we're going to end and <laughs> thank you all for being here. I'm not sure when I'm going to release this yet now that we have, you know, that little show teaser trailer I'm going to have to do in a preview episode. So things are going to get a little messy, yeah. but it'll be out soon. Yeah, hopefully before, yeah, hopefully before the new year, but thank you all for doing this and I will talk to you all soon. Probably tomorrow. the biggest thanks to amanda scout and vagenesis for coming on subscribe on apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud or stitcher and leave us a review while you're there if you have any questions or comments drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link like listen love until next time i'm michael block and that was block talk